0: Hello again, and welcome to the master's voice. I'm Celestial, and you're welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. To new subscribers, there are a few ways that you might want to utilize so that you can maximize your time here. The Lord has brought you here for a purpose. So whether you think it was the algorithm or whether this video was shared to you by a friend, it is worth your while to take some time. This is a very comprehensive work. The master's voice was commissioned by the Lord in 2012 and the Lord spoke to me and he told me some very simple things that I would be taking down his words and also that I should prepare for him a people fit to meet him. And I've already explained that in multiple videos over the past years that when somebody says prepare for me people who are fit to meet me, then you automatically know that the one who's going to be met one day is higher than the ones who have to be prepared to meet him. Another thing that you also need to know is that if some are found fit to meet him only after preparation, then it means that even if some are prepared, they will still be deemed unfit. And it also means that some will not want to be prepared at all, and they're absolutely going to be found unfit. So the master's voice is a kind of resource that operates by your choice. You get to choose how closely you're going to listen, how much you can absorb, whether you're going to need to take breaks and come back, that is all decisions that you're going to have to make. The work of the blog has been operative since May 2019. That's when I started writing the prophecies down. That doesn't actually mean that's when I started getting the prophecies. I've been getting the prophecies since 2012 until now. In 2019, May, is when God told me to open the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. And that's where I've been capturing in hard copy for you out of my notebooks and electronic diary, all the words that the Lord has been giving concerning the United States of America. It's the United States of of America that is the center theme of this blog. So the bulk of the prophecies, I would say almost 85% to 90% or even higher than that, is towards the united states of america can other nations benefit from listening absolutely should other nations listen absolutely the lord is going to make an example of america and if you've been listening for even two to three weeks by now you must understand whether you like it or not that the example the lord is going to make of this nation is not a positive one america is mystery babylon out of the scripture revelation 18. This is not a situation that is going to be argued because as time unfolds and as we here in America see the punishments that will be leveled against this nation, leveled against means sent against, struck against like hard blows. It'll be very hard to argue that any other nation on earth is being punished the same. And when the survivors at the end of time see the dissolution of the very landmass of this nation, I didn't say the whole of North America, just America itself, then it will be very hard for those survivors, few they will be and scattered everywhere, to say that they were not Mystery Babylon of Revelation 17 and Revelation 18. So new people, there's a lot of ground for you to cover. You can listen on audio. This is Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts. You can listen on the alternate channels such as Rumble, Bitchute, Brighteon, um, that's where you can find all the COVID prophecies, they can no longer be hosted here due to YouTube's extremely stringent and hard to predict policies. And there's also the dashboard, there's a lot of people who send email and they ask me where do I find this dashboard? You can find the dashboard simply by looking below the video, you will see the channel's name, Master's Voice Prophecy Blog, or you or you will see the little picture icon. If you click either the name or the icon, it will take you to the dashboard and there you will see home, you will see videos, you will see about, you will see playlist, you will see community. So when you click videos, it will show you all the videos and there should be a filter there whereby if you click and set the filter to oldest, you can, and quite a few people have done this, you can go through all the videos that I've been making since August, 2020 here video format, right up to the new ones. Another way you can do it. If you're not going to comprehensively swallow everything like that is you can go to the playlist on the playlist. The blog's information is organized by theme. And how that helps you is there's a lot of gaps in people's knowledge in fact church people's knowledge is the gappiest of all the bible says that the sons of men are wiser than the sons of god and nothing could be truer in this generation a lot of christians have not read they have not studied they have not been in churches worth anything so for all the time they've been in those churches they've just been told your best life now jesus loves you reckless love he's going to chase you you're the main character and jesus is your butler here The Bible is explained properly. The Bible is presented to you through the lens of Jesus Christ, the one who has all rights over all territories, all nations, tribes, tongues, peoples, and also myself as the steward of the Lord's words. So here you will get it raw and uncut. You don't have to like it. Prophecy is a blade, especially when it is judgment. It is supposed to go in clean and come out clean. But the reason that many of you have gaping, bleeding wounds is because when the prophecy is going in, you're fighting and twitching and saying, oh no, it's not me, it's judgy and where's the love? And that's why you have raw and ragged wounds. I didn't cause them. Your reaction caused them. So you will just have to bind up those sores, allow the Lord to work on you. It may be a shock to you, but heaven is actually a prize. Heaven is not cheap. Heaven is not just hanging out there and gasping and sobbing in tears and saying, I hope they make it. Heaven is a place that already has occupants. We, humanity, are desired by God to go there. However, because heaven is also a place with standards, you're not going to step up there any old way. We enter into the kingdom by much tribulation. The problem is that the people want to enter into the kingdom without any testing, purging, trying. Dirty they stay and dirty they want to go and then say, but God is love. God is love. God also just keeps a clean shop. So there are many choices that people have to make on the other side of the camera. I've already made my choice. And my choice is that to the last letter, to the very last word, the prophecies of the Master's Voice blog will come forth, they will be put in print when I have a block of time to put prophecies in print. I'm a bit behind, six months minimum. But the videos keep the momentum going, especially since God isn't slowing down because of my gap. So today's prophecy is continuing from the one that was brought forth with the prayer call that some of you might've watched already by now. That one is called Just a moment, please. It is called the iniquity of the Amorites is full. The iniquity of the Amorites is full. And that was a live prayer call yesterday. And it was not even a prayer call where we were very high in prayer, or we were pursuing any types of high agendas like, Lord, please help in this area and Lord, deal with this type of sin and Lord, deal with this type of issue that the people of God are facing. We weren't doing anything like that. It was more like a checkup that we were doing on the line, just a a bit of encouragement, a bit of understanding the lay of the land, encouraging those who um, are part of those who lift up the hands of this ministry. And It was a short call actually coming to the place where it was supposed to wrap up the call and then suddenly the Lord just started bringing forth all this information as I was closing the prayer, supposed to be a closing prayer, ended up being uh, slightly over 40 minutes long. And what was the heart that God was sharing? God was sharing many different things in that call, but the reason that the Lord was speaking is that he was letting me know, Celestial, the iniquity of the United States of America is full. So this is an understanding that a lot of people don't have. A lot of people will hear the prophecy and then say, well, obviously it's a false prophecy because there hasn't been a nuclear bomb yet. And obviously it's a false prophecy because well, Russia's not winning their war with Ukraine. So obviously Russia can never attack the United States of America. And I'm staring at people and I'm thinking of John and I'm thinking of Daniel who have died. Their prophecies haven't fulfilled. But then I'll speak a word of prophecy here and people are like, well, my watch is on you ladies. So it better come to pass. And what God was saying is that America's cup has come due because America has, first and foremost, absolutely no honor for the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is a nation drunken and deluded on the belief that she is very holy. This nation has actually managed to fool the entire world that she is the one who sets the parameters for spirituality when the truth is that every buffoon on earth has uh, sort of converged here. So this is the height of Christian comedy in reality, but then due to marketing and spin smoke machines, and I don't know, sign up sheets, people around the world believe that this is the height of righteousness. And yet with all this work that I have done in the last four and a half years, there seems to be this disconnect where people are reluctant to break up with a false image of religiosity that Jezebel and her whorish prophets and her whorish pastors have raised up in the earth. So their pastors all over the world who are still pursue, pursuing the standard of American Christianity. They believe that they will only arrive when they can preach like Lester Sumrall or preach like whoever is the hot, trending new thing in their country. So whoever is the icon of holiness that they've raised up in their nation which is usually a nine out of 10 miss ratio pastors around the world have swallowed this ideal that the standard of holiness is here and yet God is saying that he's going to not only strike this nation judge this nation but obliterate the the nation so why would God strike down a holy standard does the Bible show us that God is in the habit of striking down the holy is god in the habit of saying that he will drown the righteous with tsunamis does god usually tell holy people who are leading the pack in doing what he wants that he's going to shake them with earthquakes and break their country up like a cookie god is not in the habit of duplicity so if god is saying these things to one nation then all listeners including the listeners in this country have to begin to piece together that something is awry there is a lie somewhere either the lie is with christ which cannot exist ever or the lie is in the land with the people and since the people are decidedly the ones without power it begs the question of why they continue to believe that what they think is right and what god says is wrong and so there will be a showdown And the Lord is saying that the iniquity of the United States, who he is likening to the Amorites out of, I would say, go and look in Genesis 15, where God is talking to Abraham, because that verse is actually pivotal to yesterday's prophecy and the one we're going to get today. He's likening America to the Amorites, um, whorish people, warfaring people, people who were obviously opposed to God himself, but also keenly enough, God's people. The cup of iniquity is full. I have seen this cup before. The first prophecy was in 2019. It is called the cup of wrath. In that vision, the Lord was showing me, it was a series of many visions that I had in the same day, about four or five of them. And they were dealing with the fact that the sin of America had built up to a certain point and the Lord was showing it in this very large thing that most people would call a goblet, but it's not a goblet. It was a very big and wide cup and that kind of cup is called a chalice. And the thing was filled with what looked like seething, lava, acid, doom, just liquid destruction in that cup. And the thing was leaning and there were like just four or five people there, uh, a few men and a few women desperately struggling to hold up that cup. So I will not say more about it, but that was the first time I saw the cup. The second and much more memorable that the Lord showed me, the cup that he was filling against America was in, I think it was in 2020. In the prophecy, I spoke about it for many, many, many months after I saw that vision because that thing shook me up and that thing showed me the Lord in a very, very highly aggressive manner. So I had spent time reading my Bible I had spent time in prayer I had spent time fellowshipping with the Lord asking him questions and having him answer and spending such a pleasant time I explained it in that video that interaction shook me up having such a pleasant time with the Lord so it's like spending time with the love of your life spending time with a husband talking and being reassured and hearing things and just writing them down personal journal stuff not public prophecy stuff Then i close my eyes and go to sleep and then the lord comes upon me the way he came upon abraham when abraham was sleeping in genesis 15 just fear and darkness and horror and i was like wait why and who and why lord please the lord came upon me in a horrifying fashion just sort of seething but also so pressurizing that i was terrified of my life and i said so And he came with rage that made me wonder if you felt like this before, Lord, why did you not reveal it? And this is why a lot of Christians are deceived. You're in a reckless love setting. So that's all you will get from the Holy Spirit. You have terrible codependencies. You can't even stand to hear a word of correction from your fellow human being. So how will you ever tolerate direct face-to-face correction chastisement and discipline from God himself. You cannot, it's in the Bible. The people had a big mouth and then God told Moses, you know what, I wanna get to know these people with the big mouth, so take them to that mountain when you bring them out of captivity, take them to that mountain, tell them to wash their clothes, tell them I don't want to see them interacting with their wives, I don't want any flesh to get in the way of my interaction with these people and tell them that after three days, I will come to them. God showed up on the mountain. Fear, shock and awe, lightning, the sound of the shofar, smoking of the mountain, everybody made an instant decision. Moses, we've heard about this God, but now that we are seeing Him, we are no longer interested in a personal relationship. You interact with that person, come and tell us what he said, whatever he says, we will do, and for a while, Israel settled down and understood understood what the role of a prophet is. The prophet is the person that God will bounce against the wall when he's enraged over things that the prophet is not doing because someone has to first take that flack. And the reason that the prophet will take that flack is because that's what you're born for. Everything in your bone marrow and your bone structure is being shaped all your life to be able to absorb what is coming. And this is how I know that prophets are not dime a dozen. No matter what people in America say, no matter how many titles you put in front of your name, you just can't be that. You don't get to choose to be that. You must be picked to be that. And then that you will stay until the day they either kill you or the day you finish your assignment. Sometimes those days are the same day. So the Lord came to me that day with fury. And it was new for me. And the reason God was infuriated is because he came and that was the first time I heard about them eating babies in this country. When I speak of them eating babies in America, people are so casual. I know that you are casual because the outrage is minimal and this is because you have babies and little ones in your home, but you're usually changing their diapers, bending to their whims and raising them, hopefully to be responsible men and women The gears of your brain, it's very hard to shift them into an understanding that I said. Children are eaten in this country. The unborn, that's where the aborted babies go. You don't see that fetus. You walk away because you're free of your burden. That child then begins a whole new life as an industry snack. Foreigners hear this and then they will still go to the U.S. office and still try to get visas to come here because there's a disconnect between the ears and the heart the ears are just hearing some conversation from this internet women but the eaters of the babies are in this country and the Lord will expose them the traffickers of the babies are in this country but everybody just wants to come here and go and see the ball drop and so it goes until God himself will shut down the party the Lord was enraged because children are eaten here in the high-rises They eat those children up there, their food. The Lord was enraged because there's so many altars in America and the altars are constantly demanding blood. That's why the prophecy is called blood to drink. The gist of the prophecy is that because this is a bloody nation, this is a nation of women who have sex on their private female time. First time that I had ever heard about such a thing was in that prophecy. And then the Lord showed me that it's actually a forbidden act in the Old Testament. First time I'd ever heard about the babies being eaten, that they are a food. First time I'd ever heard about that human flesh, blood, menses, feces, semen are put into the food, especially the cheap fast food. That the sodas contain more than you wish they did. The rage of the Lord, explaining that these items put into the food supply is why cancer is up, Alzheimer's up, um, dementia's up. The Lord was asking, why do you think the cancer rate in the United States is so preternaturally high? It's higher than anywhere else in the world. That's because the diet is pro-human in more ways than we actually understand. He was enraged. He was showing me the altars, lots of altars in New York City, heavy altar presence in California. And the altars had mouths. They were talking. And the altars were saying, give us blood. Give us blood. Give us blood to drink. And when they gave that command, then lots of servants scattered all across America and began to hunt for what? Began to hunt for the blood that was being demanded. Where do you think the missing people go? Where do you think the CPS children go? How many times, how, how long will I sit here and say it? It's not landing. The things are too horrific. The people gathered around the mountain believe that they know everything, but then if God was about to come and say it to them themselves, they would scream and say, tell him not to talk to us anymore. And so he talks to me. And then I bring it here in a format that you still complain that you cannot stand. Whatever are we to do? And so I've seen the cup of America's judgment. But yesterday, as we were just having a checkup, just checking in on the line, the Lord began to say so strongly, and I didn't write it down. You have the whole prophecy. It's live. It was recorded yesterday, January the 28th, and it was brought out as soon as it was done. I put the picture of it, of a cup and it was released to you. So there's really no need for a written prophecy because everything that was said was there. And the Lord said that America's cup of judgment is full. When your cup of judgment is, is full, then we go to Ezekiel 12. Ezekiel 12 is one of the verses that I actually put in the comment section there so that you would have understanding of what it means for the cup to be full. Just a moment here. I will be reading from Ezekiel 12 quite a bit tonight because it also goes with the prophecy of yesterday and today. And the first bit that I will be reading here is Ezekiel chapter 12 from verse 21. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, what is this proverb that you people have about the land of Israel, which says the days are prolonged and every vision fails. Tell them, therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will lay this proverb to rest, and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say to them, the days are at hand and the fulfillment of every vision. For no more shall there be any false vision or flattering divination within the house of Israel. For I am the Lord, I speak, and the word which I speak will come to pass. It will no more be postponed. For in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and perform it, says the Lord God. Again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, look, the house of Israel is saying, the vision that he sees is for many days from now, and he prophesies of times far off. Therefore say to them, thus says the Lord God, none of my words will be postponed anymore, but the word which I speak, will be done, says the Lord God. And so God is addressing here to his prophet Ezekiel and telling him, asking him rhetorically because God already knows and understands the lay of the land and he's just asking a rhetorical question so he can answer it so that Ezekiel can have a message to take back to the people. He's saying, Ezekiel, clue me up and tell me what is this saying that you guys throw around in the land where you say, It's taking too long for anything to happen. The days are prolonged and every vision fails, meaning that everybody's saying a lot of stuff and then nothing is happening. And for some people, they even complain and they say that's why they can't tell who is true because everybody's saying stuff. And if that's the level you're at, may the Holy Spirit reach out to you and really do something in your life because that is basement. Because I've always said, these prophecies are of a particular type. And it's impossible for them to mix with any other type of prophecy. They are stand alone. If you hear that your city as part of this nation is going to be nuked and you say that you need to see something happen so that you can believe, then clearly you're going to be believing the prophecy from the other side after you in your city are nuked with it. These are one time fulfillment prophecies. When they fulfill, the way that they will happen, it will be so painful that the last thing you will be thinking about is, oh, I believe now. You will have a million other thoughts and not a single one of them will be, oh, that prophecy is true, now I see. So by the time they happen, you will have wished that you believed that they were coming and acted accordingly. So God is asking him and saying, why do people say, It's taking too long and all the visions are failing. And he says, go and tell them that I'm going to lay that saying to rest. So the time will come then in the prophecy timeline where you will wish that you never said that nothing was happening. This is what God is saying through Ezekiel. Go and tell them that I will lay the statement of nothing ever happens to rest. Many things will be happening and they will wish that they had never said that and tell them that they will no more use it as a proverb. So the saying will be put to rest forever. But tell them... The days have come now and the fulfillment of every vision. So if you are used to listening to prophecies that are just telling you that better days are coming, America's just on a slight dip, but then she's about to shoot up and go to the left and just reach the moon. If that's what you're used to listening to, then it's going to be very hard when the fulfillment of these visions and these dreams and these prophecies begin to take place because, as I just said, they are of a very particular type And then God says there will never be, again, false visions and and flattering divinations in the land. So that means once the true visions begin to fulfill, those who believe the false ones are going to be stuck. The first thing that's going to happen is the people who lied and told you the false stuff will be exposed. But then right behind that, you yourself who believed the falsehood will be exposed. And the reason for that is simple if someone tells a lie and you believe the lie and love the lie then it's two liars together one telling the lie and the other one eating the lie it is impossible to expose the speaking liar without also the listening liar being right behind in the expose and this is why the lord always says those who stand up for wickedness when the wicked fall they have a little chain effect so they're the heavy ball, and then there's a chain linked to your leg who love them and love to follow them. So once that ball is kicked over the over the cliff by God, guess what's going to happen. That chain that attaches them to you is going to run just like in the cartoons and flying behind them for judgment. Will you go? These things are worth understanding. So God says that once he lays the proverb to rest by fulfilling what is his truth immediately. You will have no choice, but to see what was false because that thing then will not happen. The other thing will happen. And he says, because he's God and the word that he speaks will come to pass. You can look at Isaiah chapter 55 verses 10 and 11 to confirm that nothing leaves God's mouth until it has been sanctioned by God. But the problem is that once it does leave his mouth, there is not a man or woman born of a woman who is able to stuff back into his mouth what already came out. He says that the people he is speaking to in the land are rebellious, and therefore he's going to say his word and then perform it. Son of man, look again to these people and tell them that their are saying, oh no, he's seeing something very far off. So people are thinking either that the tribulation has already happened, I don't know where that wisdom comes from, or that, oh no, the prophecies still have a good long space to go. And young people suffer from this delusion a lot because of, by virtue of being young, you're 16, 19, 21. So you don't want to hear anything that's going to disrupt your life, your plans, college, and everything like that. So it's actually pride that makes people say, oh, no, the prophecies aren't really close. There's some people who are on the totally other end of the spectrum. They live in terror all the time. Six months here has not done anything for the terror. They have not grown past the fear. They're now building condos in the fear and then saying that the doom and gloom is causing their fear. No, the word of God is true. It comes forth how it comes forth. It is absolute. It is true. What happens is that you lack the capacity to receive it. You will not grow. You will simply not let go of your life. You want to keep loving your life unto the death. When other people have let go of their life, they have fallen into the ground as a seed. They've died. They've said, even so Lord Jesus come, they're open to whatever the Lord is saying. And the minute they let go of their fear, their thoughts, their views, and how they want it to go, God has replaced all that fear with calm. So they're able to hear what God has to say and say, I will seek the Lord about this. This one sounds a little scary, but I'll go right back to the same God who got me through the first 200 videos and I'll ask him for grace to grow through this one. So in other words, we have a dichotomy. Some people are increasing their absorbency. They're doing the hard work. They're allowing the function of the prophecy to edify them. The problem is that people think edification also means grin and be happy. The prophecy isn't edifying us. I don't feel good. So people think that the word edify means I need to feel great. And prophecy has nothing to do with your feelings. The last thing that matters in prophetic truth is how you feel about it. Israel didn't feel great when they were stripped. But when they were stripped and taken into captivity in Babylon, the prophecy was 100% true. It contained no love, no comfort, no kindness, no nothing. It was naked, you will go. And please bear in mind that if you're counting 70 years captivity, guess who's coming back? The next generation. They take you when you're 45, you're dying in Babylon. This means that exactly what has been prophesied upon America in yesterday's prophecy is true. They cannot take a rebellious nation to Moscow and Beijing for indefinite punishment. And then there be a belief in their mind, someone will intervene. Someone will fight Russia and China and bring us back. Nobody's bringing you back. Those are one-way ships. This is why you can't receive the word of the Lord. Because how can an American get on a ship? It is against nature. This is what you say. So God says that people are delaying the prophecies, delaying the fulfillment of the word in their own mind. And I've just explained to you that this is pride. How can you exalt what you think above what God is saying? But now what he says, go and say to them, thus says the Lord God. So thus says the Lord God is a stamp that only the prophet of God can use. You can't use it in a Bible study. You don't have the authority to use that stamp. It is a particular stamp. And when that stamp is stamped on a document, that person is saying, I verify with my life upon penalty of judgment that this document is stamped with the Lord's stamp." And when I am asked about it later, I will say, I was given the authority to use the stamp. Use that statement. Thus says the Lord. And he hasn't authorized it to use you, to, for you to use it. You're just compounding your problems for the white throne judgment. So, thus says the Lord God, none of my words will be postponed anymore, but the word which I speak will be done. So there it is, you have a double witness. I will lay the proverb to rest, but say to them, no more false vision or flattering divination. So when the real comes true, all the false ones will just drop to the ground like rotten eggs and old stones. Once the the true happens, the false will be shown up without anyone having to make any reaction videos about anything. No matter where you are in the world, when certain things happen, you will know. And then you will know that the other thing you were hoping to happen is a lie. And he says here again, no word that I have spoken will be postponed anymore, but the ones that I have said will be done. Which means when God does the words that he's responsible for, all the words of the people who were comforting you they are responsible to fulfill them, and you do know that that is impossible. And so, this is the thing that the Lord was showing, that this cup that has been filling for all the time that I have been here, this cup that I've been describing to you in the prophecy, the cup of wrath, the prophecy, um, blood to drink, where God was talking about murder, blood sports, eating of human flesh, poisoning of the food, eating of children, sacrifices here on the altar, even celebrating Halloween. Halloween is All Hallows' Eve, the witch's dance party, and you dress your kids up and you go out and you call it harmless fun. And God is watching you and you and he will discuss the harmless fun unless you repent of every single one that you've participated in and defiled your little ones by taking them to participate in the very harmful fun. Because while you're knocking door to door for candy and treats, tons of people go missing that entire month of October. That is a heavy blood sacrifice month in the United States. And by now, with so many people raising the alarm about these things, if you are a Christian and you're still saying, well, no, it doesn't mean anything. If you're a pastor and you're hosting trunk or treat, like the angel came to you and told you, well, This festival is filthy, but in heaven, we're stuck as to keep you guys entertained. Host a holy version and call it trunk or treat. Sir, may you bend those knees and repent of the iniquity that you brought to the house of God and to the people who were entrusted to your care. And so, yesterday's prophecy was covering uh, the scattering of America. You heard that People will be scattered out of this country. The Lord says that he will no longer grant Americans the the privilege, that is the word, the privilege of having a homeland. So you will not have a homeland anymore. You will be scattered. The Lord says that you did not know how to look after his nation, but instead you drenched it with blood, ancient blood, such as the African-Americans and the Native Americans. Ancient blood has been crying out. For centuries and then on top of that the blood is compounded by the kind of sin that people commit here the kind of sin that is justified here abortion is highly justified here and yet this is an ancient pagan rite except they would let the baby come out and then sacrifice it to these deities and gods and so there will be scattering here. The Lord says that lucky survivors will be watching from different centers of the world. And I'm going to speak about that a little bit in this prophecy. And so um, moving on to this prophecy, today's prophecy is from, let me see. This Today's prophecy is from January the 27th. So this was actually the prophecy that was supposed to come first. This was the prophecy that was supposed to come first. It was written just in a format there. And then because I had not yet t- found time to make the video, the Lord just came and broke forth on the other call. So the prayer call is actually the second thing that he just pushed ahead. But this is the one that I had been writing. And so I was I was working on my own. At the time, I got this prophecy a few days ago, the 27th. And the Lord just began to say, consider consider how far you, far you have fallen, O Babylon, consider, consider how far you have fallen. And this is part of a, a larger verse. The larger verse is actually in Revelation chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, and this is how it reads. So it helps to know your Bible because God talks in the language of his word. If you don't know the word, then when someone is speaking the word to you, you'll just keep saying, where's that in the Bible? And That's your business to go and look for it. You listen to it and then plug it into Google and Google and Siri are your friend. So consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. And so here I will just share with you the general conversation that the Lord, the gist and the feeling that was coming up in me, these things are not written down. The Lord was just basically saying that There are nations in this earth that are going to go into darkness. I'm putting it as close to how I remember it. He said that there are nations and territories in this earth that are going to go into darkness, but none darker than the United States of America. And the reason that America's darkness will be total and complete is because when you blaze forth so much light, right? Right? when you have such a well-documented history i don't think i mean i know every nation keeps its history but i don't think there's any that is as well known for instance there are people in i don't know there's people in different parts of the world that may not know much about germany you know that there's a germany you maybe know how to spell it from school and that's about it That may be all you know, but you just ask people in the Tuareg Desert about the United States of America and they'll start telling you, oh, this and that. They can list the stars. They can list the iconic drinks. There's Pepsi and there's Coca-Cola. They can list, oh, my favorite sports star and this and that. And America has basically advertised herself right into the hearts of almost everybody else on earth during her brighter golden era. America has been imitated to the ends of the earth, oft quoted, oft read about, many eyes pinned to um, the various harbors. I wish that was my home. A helper and a defender at times. Light. But then God is saying that America has fallen. And the way he starts the question, consider how far you have fallen, meaning look at the plunge, look at the depth, look at where you were and look at where you are now, the baby eating country. And the baby isn't even being eaten by unnamed cannibals out in the Amazon forest. The baby's being eaten right on the same place that you make your laws. So that's a top baby delicacy spot the very place where you are legislating and saying we're waiting for these people to lead the country these are the same people who are having child jerky and somehow the disconnect is no matter how often you hear it you wake up and the mind is a blank slate and the nation just keeps going and going and god is saying uh i'm gonna put a hard stop to that the sin is too much that is what it means iniquity is full the cup always had a judgment pouring into it always had a judgment pouring into it and then for a nation as large as this one as bright as this one so much potential and so much responsibility and so much influence power and favor given to it then obviously the cup of blessing that america had was huge. So was her cup of fealty to God. That means for her to be loyal to God, for her to stay within the parameters of God's word, also large, but she declined to do that. So now what is the Lord to continue turning a blind eye? He cannot do that. If God perverts justice, he's no better than Lucifer, who is the father of all perverted things, including justice. It's not only gender that Satan twists. He twists everything he touches because he himself is twisted. If God is to behave as Satan behaves, in fact, if God is to behave as man behaves, then God cannot be God because he has automatically abdicated his righteousness abdicated his holiness, abdicated his goodness. That means that God will have to say his eye is no longer single. He now has a forked eye like Lucifer's tongue and God will never, never do that or concur for the people who claim they follow him to make him like that. You cannot make God as defiled as you want to be. He cannot support what you claim should be supported so there will obviously come a split he will have to act in righteousness to defend his name to defend his nature and that is what he is doing god says that america your judgment is full it's absolutely full and so your lampstand will be taken from its place you will lose your position in the world stage you're going to fall to a very low spot right now If there's any kind of conflict going on in the world, you will find this country somewhere there, at the fringes or usually in the middle, trying to be both a participant and a referee. So just imagine, you want to be a part of the fight, but you also want to be the guy who decides, is the fight fair or not? This is deception. Nevertheless, it has happened here for years. God is going to put a stop to that. So the lampstand will be removed. Once your lampstand is removed, there goes your honor. There goes your glory. There goes um, even basic respect from small countries. Um, In 2021, the prophecy is pushback and something like that. If you just type pushback master's voice prophecy blog into the YouTube thing or pushback into the blog at the bottom in the search field, the prophecy will come up where God said that we would go into the nations and the nations would have no respect for America. They would begin to talk back. They would begin to loudly complain. God says that state radio in many countries would start talking about America in ways that they have never talked about before. And I think very telling is what the president of Turkey said very recently, a shockingly bold statement where he said that a peaceful global order is no longer possible with america meaning that if everybody in the global order decides but we want peace though then what everybody is kind of saying is but we got to get rid of that guy it's not possible with that guy we need to handle that guy and then the elusive peace that that guy causes to be taken from the earth will come back to us and what we're waiting for here in america is just for the nations to settle in their heart that that is what they want. Once they actually come to terms with the fact that, yeah, we said that, we actually said that, that is what we want. Then you are going to start to see the realities of every single thing that I've been telling you here so patiently since the first time that you saw me, whether you understood what I was saying or not. So lampstands would be removed. Thus says the Lord, the judgment of mystery Babylon This first part is called the melting pot. The melting pot is getting cold. The melting pot is about to separate. The melting pot will be unmelted and the rivers will flow back to the tributaries that bore them. Thus says the Lord, the nations will return to their heritage, each man going back to his father's home, each man fleeing for safety to the nearest place that can offer him safety like Lot. Return to your heritage, O ye nations. Return to your homes. Come out from mystery Babylon and do not fall with her. Come out from among her and be separate. Buy yourselves time and make your exit strategy. For at a time unknown to you, the walls of Babylon will close and she will be shut up tight with no man going in or out for fear of judgment." So America is famously known as the melting pot. This is where all the nations come, and to a certain extent, they shed their identity in order to become a part of what is called the American dream, or what was once called the American dream. And they agreed to put all hands on deck to become part of the nation, to lift up a common goal, a common standard. But now God says that the heat that was under this melting pot is getting cold. So, what could possibly be making the hearth of the melting pot get cold? Well, ideologies have shifted in the last 50 to 60 years, more closely examined the last 30 years. People didn't used to be as obsessed and feral with politics in the 50s and 60s. In fact, people were almost anti politics during the 60s, they didn't want to go to wars. They didn't want to use up government coffers. They wanted to be at home. They wanted to build. They wanted to save. They wanted to have group and hippie love. And so ideals were different then. But now we're in an excessively power hungry time. Even the very young who don't even fully understand how politics work are yapping about this and that and blue and red. And so the nation is in a different time. The nation is also in a time of xenophobia. South Africans, if you're listening, America's got this unlock much deeper than you ever could have. So the nation is in a different time, in a different dynamic. And so the fires that used to meld all the different types of metal didn't matter what your accent was, didn't matter what your origin was, that fire is going out now because also of economic downturn. When economic downturn comes, that means there's less on the table. And whenever a nation begins to experience less on the table, the people who belong to that nation become fiercely protective of the little that's on the table. They say it's ours. It's ours. Stop outsourcing our jobs, our call center jobs to Southeast Asia. We need these jobs. We're Americans. We understand the American consumer. We're willing to put up with their attitude because we need the work. Let us handle the call centers. The jobs are going overseas because the people overseas are willing to work longer hours for less. So there's less on the table. There's tension. COVID brought in tension. Businesses closed. There's less in the economy. The government is fully vested in keeping this lie going for as long as possible that The various sectors are not contracting, but all you need to do is open your two eyes and look everywhere and you can see the branch of this has closed. 500 branches of that have closed. This many thousand people are getting laid off. People are now advertising their terminations on social media. So why would you still believe that the economy is healthy? The the fire under the melting pot is being strongly affected. And so there's dissociation happening in the pot. And God says now that the melt in that pot is not so melty anymore. It's going to be unmelted, he says. And rivers will flow back to tributaries that bore them. God is literally saying, we all know that it is tributaries that flow into the river the river is the big final destination the tributary are the tiny little streams that join up and become springs and then they join up and become streams and then the streams join up and become medium rivers and then the medium rivers flow down into the one big river and then that river takes it from there but God says that the water flow is not going to go back up the other way and the little tributaries will separate and flee and go back to where they came from so in other words the big river that was benefiting from a lot of flow inward is going to start dropping and drying off so there are a ton of people already in diaspora they've never heard of this channel they don't know that i exist all they needed was a little bit of common sense they had a business advisor they saw which way the wind was blowing they had disposable income and they're gone The black ones are chilling in Ghana and the white ones are chilling in Portugal and Italy. Americans with disposable income have been leaking out of here. And when the Lord gave me the prophecy, it was amazing that within two months, a big news station overseas in India called Wion did a groundbreaking story on how many hundreds of thousands and even millions of america americans are buying second identities in foreign countries that was one fulfillment that i actually got to see happen myself because i shared on my community page that i had gone out to do groceries in the evening and i was walking home with two bags full with one earbud in and just got off of the bus and was walking the short distance to my home and i had been listening to a teaching The teaching ended and then it flipped into this new story and I heard this lady doing an excellent story and talking about how many people are fleeing this country exactly like the rats that God said they would. So wealthy people know that something's up. They've already got their second home in Paris. They've already got their second home in Ghana. And then struggle nation here in America is still saying, I don't believe these prophecies. So... People will flow back out of the country. And the God, and the Lord says that um, nations will go back to their heritage. So there's a prophecy that is called diaspora. I can't remember when I gave it, but I think it might have been early or middle 2022. And in that prophecy, God was saying that he's going to stir the hearts of people to go back to their country. But then that is when the Lord stirs you that way, that is God actually giving you what he calls buy yourselves time and make your exit strategy. So there's some people, because of their closeness with the Lord, so they actually put in the work, they're intimate with the Lord, they're able to hear the prophecy, but then they're also able to marry it to their years of experience with Jesus. They've started having these deeper conversations with him and he's telling them, yes, I am the author of this strange feeling that you've had, that you want to go back and see what your country is like. You might have been born here in America. You won't even know. You've never even been to where your family comes from, but the Lord has been stirring you and just having this interest in it. The first thing is maybe you want food from home. You're calling your mother and asking her, what's that old recipe that you guys used to make? I I wanna try it. So that kind of thing, a reawakening is happening. And in that prophecy, God said that some people have already started booking first and second and third trips to go and check out places that they feel led to, it may not even be the place that you're born from, but you just will feel this urge. I should go somewhere. This is the Holy Spirit basically emptying out the nation of America. And that part, I call it polite emptying. It's when you have a very full jug and you don't really want to waste anything. So you're tipping it carefully and it's almost sliding down. There will come a different emptying that will go like this. Some will get dumped into the Russian ships. Some will get dumped into their final resting places. And some will flee this country with nothing more than a toothbrush, if that. And will end up in the back of a Mexican pickup truck being carried to different centers within the nation of Mexico to go and live there as a refugee always. So it will start gently and then it will become a deluge. And God says that people will go back to their father's house, but some will end up fleeing for safety. So some people are going to get the benefit of leaving neatly. They pack and they ship things over. Those are the people who either have disposable income or they can see which way the wind is blowing. Or a lot of them will be people who can simply listen. They can simply listen to a prophecy and realize that nobody is on YouTube for likes and clicks and jokes and laughs but serious end times things are happening. And those people with an ear will begin to move in this to obey God, but then there's the fleeing type and God says, this is for safety now. And you're basically going to run to the nearest place that can offer you safety like Lot. So there was Lot, unaware that Abraham was having a last minute begging God session so that Sodom and Gomorrah would not be destroyed. There was Lot in the middle of a judged place and judged Lot did not know that God was going to rain down sulfur and brimstone on the whole place. So he didn't know that the Abraham he walked away from was up on the mountain looking at the place where he was about to get hurt and saying, God, please have mercy. What if there's this amount of righteous people? And God, knowing that there were not that amount, still said, Okay, I will relent. And then God sends people to get Lot out. But Lot is tarrying and Mrs. Lot is looking back and the whole thing didn't work out as they thought. And Lot said that he was too tired to run far. He was an older man by that time. And the idea that the entire place that he had dedicated his life, living in that community with those fallen people, to hear that everything is going to be destroyed, Lot's heart experienced Luke chapter one and verse 26 men's heart failing them for the things that they will see coming upon the earth angels in the house men wanting to rape the angels wondering where your other daughters are and why they won't come it was a lot for lot he was an older man he said that he couldn't run far he begged and said let me just go here Americans you will just run to Canada it's the only place you have strength for through those mountains you will go and many people will fall there because a lifetime on the couch Watching Hulu does not lend itself to hiking through mountain passes. The people who are going to be best successful are these outdoor gritter people. Off-grid people, people that are fine with catching bass out of the water with their bare hands or a stick. There is a prophecy like that. It is called wilderness. That prophecy is at least three years old where God says that life is going to come to the point where basic survival skills are going to be highly prized like gold. Basic survival survival skills are going to lend to a family a longer lifespan than other people who do not have them. And so running to the nearest place means Canada at the top, South America at the bottom. And there are words of, Caution for you here, but when I get there, I will share that with you. For those of you who are already out of the country, so you think you've missed the first wave, I might as well put it here. Uh, you think you're out of the country, you've already missed the first wave of judgment, you were wise enough to get out, and you love where you went, and it feels like one long pina colada vacation. The word of the Lord is to you to be mindful how you moved, how you move when you are scattered. And do not think that the judgment is over just because you are out. So yes, you moved early. That was wise. You've gone to safety. But the Lord says that because the judgment is on the land, so the the judgment is like a heat-seeking missile. The judgment is told, go and destroy America and Americans. And the judgment is not like people. You're not going to move here five minutes ago and then say, I'm Greek American now. And then the judgment will say, okay, yes, I agree. The judgment is just going to ignore you because the judgment knows that you are Greek and the judgment doesn't have time for that. The judgment is coming for what is known as sons of the soil. And so the Lord says, if you are a blessed or a wise son of the soil and you have moved, he still says that you should be mindful how you move. So he's not talking about how you make the journey. That's not the move. He means in the new home that you have chosen. When you go there and start to be American, disrespectful and demanding and not wanting to comply with local customs because that's too extra. It doesn't take all that. The Lord says, be mindful because for now, all the nations are in relative peace. However, there's going to be a massive, massive shift in perception when America is in civil war. And when America is being beaten to powder and chalk dust by the coalition of nations that will come here. When you are a hero. Part of why you stay a hero is the perception of your heroism. So part of Batman's swag is his appearance, his gadgets, and just the fact that everybody says, but that's Batman. But when you observe Batman taking a licking, the whole perception thing goes down. And then the next time Batman comes out, everybody's like, how are you feeling? how was the beating? So you move out and for now your country is still top, your country is still leading, your country is still powerful or perceived that way, until Iran begins to scratch her face. Iran has scratched America's face twice so far, since I gave the prophecy in 2020. It's called the cockfight. Since then, there have been two incidents And Iran has not come out the loser in those incidents. And every time they fulfill, people say, do you remember? Do you remember? And I just quietly think to myself, yes, I remember because I was there when I was writing it, when the Lord was telling me that Iran has had enough of America. The Persians have had enough of you. We are now in the era where you try it with them, they will try it with you. And they're willing to take the risk. That's the problem with perception. America does not appear so untouchable anymore, and now everybody is feeling froggy, and that is going to be a very difficult thing once Russia proves that America can be slapped, beaten, and enslaved. Public perception will take a sharp shift, and so God is saying that now you're outside of the country, and your character is going to prove more valuable than all the U.S. dollars that you immigrated with. Your character is going to prove much more important than whatever money you moved with. Because people appreciate respect, people appreciate being honored, people appreciate having their customs respected, that kind of thing. And so if you travel, you are going to have to do exactly what other people who came into the melting pot did they shed aspects of themselves in order to become American. So if you've moved to Turkey, you will need to shed aspects of who you are in order to join in, blend in. Never forget about that uh, prophecy where I said that after things had started happening here, the Lord showed me a vision of Americans. It was a, it was a, a white couple, and they were in a place like Lebanon, something like that. They were in Beirut and they were dressed in the airy white linen clothes because of the heat. But that couple was so um, amiable. They were so respectful. They were so quiet. And God was telling me that when things begin to unfold, Celestial, Americans will be very quiet in the foreign nations that they are. People will be very quiet in all the foreign countries. And it's because of the embarrassment, but it's also because in some of these locales where you have gone, you've chosen it because it looks nice on the travel map now, but those places will become very dangerous for you as Americans. And you need to be told this. This is what prophecy is. Prophecy is the function of the eye of God going ahead into a time that has not yet come to tell you that when that time comes, it will be like this and like this and like this. The wise will listen and then the wrong will say, well, it can never happen. It will become very dangerous for Americans in the future. The landscape will change. The Lord was even showing me that in some places, you will not want to talk a lot simply because you can't hide that accent. The accent cannot be hidden. People hear it in Paris and they're like, ah, yes, yes. Everybody knows. So you will want to talk less. You will want to be less boisterous. You want to be less demanding, less rude, less difficult, less everything, and more whatever they are in that place you go to so that the Lord can make it peaceful for you. And so that the judgment you escaped by being here personally doesn't fall upon you there when you maybe are standing at the train station and then a bunch of youths hear you loud on the phone and then they just saw something on TV about your country and now they come and begin to heckle you and you're a big guy, but you're still only one guy and there's six of them and then it could go wrong. So avoid what is unnecessary. And so God is saying now, go back to your homes, return to your heritage, you nations. Come out from mystery Babylon and do not fall with her. So there's been multiple prophecies here on the blog where the Lord was saying that he doesn't have a quarrel with the foreigners. Basically, he says, foreigners, your only, your only problem is the foolishness, basically, of where you chose to go and live. But that is not a crime. It is just a poor life choice. And so we're going to just look at this one verse here in Revelation 18. Verse 2, first of all, and he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place for demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. That's the first one. And then we move down to Revelation 18 and verse 4, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins. And lest you receive of her plagues for her sins have reached to heaven and God has remembered her iniquities and here verse six render to her just as she rendered to you and repay her double according to her works in the cup that she has mixed mix double for her. And so you even hear the cup that God says is now full. You hear the cup being mentioned. That this cup is going to be twice as big as anyone else's. So this should help the listener. A lot of you come here and then you're like, all the world will be judged. Yes, the world will be judged after you. You're going to go first, United States of America. You're going to be that gold standard in the earth. The first one who gets a judgment that I have told you many times without holding anything back. The judgment of America will be so harsh that a lot of nations are going to to experience instant revival when they see it. This earth has not seen God in action for forever, even inside his own church. The reason that the Christian church is dead is because the Christian church believes at heart that God is dead. Because a church that believes that our same God from this Bible was still alive, that church would never behave the way that it behaves. If there was still some Ananias and Sapphira stuff going on, the church of Jesus Christ would never act the way it acts. But God is muted mostly because of our sin. It is mostly because of our sin, arrogance of heart, arrogance of pride. That is why God doesn't move like he used to move. But he's saying that he will move like he used to move. When America is judged, America going first, this will be the PowerPoint presentation for everyone else that God is still alive. Even the Muslim countries will understand that God is still alive in the earth. So all the nations will be judged, absolutely, but this one will be judged in a public way because when citizens flee everywhere, even people who don't read the Bible will know that this is a punishment. You can't be in my country, 700,000 of you, and then we not know. That's what they're going to think. The same way you say that the borders are pierced and being flooded across. When you're flooding across other borders, you you won't be able to explain it to other people that there's not something going on. The whole earth is going to see that something is indeed going on. And that something is called coming out from mystery Babylon, exiting and going back to the home, being separate. God says, buy yourself time, make your exit strategy and... Go, because at a time you don't know, at a time you don't know, Babylon's walls will suddenly shut. Babylon's walls will suddenly close and no man will be able to go in or out for fear of judgment. This is basically all the prophecies that I've shared here about the rise of a rogue government that is not going to do anything that people expect. This government is going to usurp so much power to itself that it's going to be exactly like North Korea or anywhere else that you know in the world does not really care about the citizens' rights. A government that just does what it wants, a government that makes laws at 1159, the way they used to make laws at 1159 during the COVID period, and at 12 o'clock, those mandates, those executive orders were applicable. They had power in the same, same, same way the government's going to shut and this i've been seeing since 2015 just a moment please so the gates of nation of the nation of america are going to be shut without warning all of a sudden the government will take a gross 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 amount of power to itself and one of the prophecies that explains this very t- very well ties in very well with this one, even uses the same phrase, she will be shut up tight, talking about the nation of America. That prophecy is called emergency powers, and the date on that prophecy is February 9, 2020. So we had not yet gone into lockdown. In February the 9th, 2020, we had not yet gone into lockdown, and yet God has started talking about America entering into a time when she would be locked down. And the first time I saw that is a prophecy from 2015. I will also read a little bit of that, but here is the prophecy emergency powers. And I'm just going to read a small snippet because I've already covered this prophecy. I think I made this prophecy just towards the end of last year. So three years before I even put it into video, this is the emergency powers act. Your freedoms shall be taken away and everything that made this nation free will be done away with. The gates of the nation shall be shut. Thus saith the Lord, and all Jericho was shut up because of the fear of Israel that had fallen upon the land. Nothing went in and nothing went out. So this is just the Lord using a verse to show that just how Jericho was shut up so tight because the people in Jericho heard that Israel was marching toward them. They already knew who these people were, had come out of captivity. So many people had fallen in front of them during their trek. They did not want any of that involvement. And so to just be pre- preemptive and proactive, they had locked up the nation. And so God is saying America is going to be locked up the same way. Hear the words of the Lord so America will be shut up and fear will be upon the land. Emergency powers means having no human rights and no personal rights anymore. It means all private and state level power will be sacrificed to the federal agenda. National security will be the trump card that is played to lock the nation down. Everything will be stopped, road, sea, air. Nothing will work for a season to establish Total control. So you hear God saying that America is going to be locked up. America is going to be shut up with nobody coming in and nobody coming out. So I shared that in 2015, the Lord showed me certain things and told me to share it with A lot of people i I think i sent an email to about 50 people and i said that only two people paid attention to that email and wrote back so it was friends it was family it was people that i knew and basically nobody paid any attention to that and i was stating in that prophecy prophetic changes that would come to america and one of the changes that i was talking about is the coming of what i will now share with you because it's necessary for you to be reminded of this it is called the citizen child This citizen child, so you are an immigrant, you've been here maybe for a few years, you've been here maybe for 50 years, and you had children in America, your children are naturalized, your children are American citizens, your children have absolutely no affiliation with your home country, and yet the Lord is saying that graphic changes will come suddenly, he says at a time you don't know, at a date you don't know. This is after he has warned you to make plans. Please notice that God is not cruel. The prophecy goes strategically, step by step. So the part where he warns you, buy yourself time. What does that mean? That means start talking to your job and saying, look, I need three weeks off. I didn't take my vacation for for two years. I need some time off to rest. And then you take a ticket and go back home and do some scouting. Maybe you do less time at work so that you can have more time to go online and do research, go to the library and read up, or seek out relatives and ask questions. What is it like back there? What's the economy like? I can look at certain things on the IMF website, but I mean, what's it like on the ground? This is when you start looking for people to ask. So he has told you to do these things, to make your exit strategy. The reason that enough exit strategies will not be made. It's not because that God lacks kindness to speak. It is because people lack absorbency and honor for God's words to hear and listen. No matter how many times I make this, this prophecy, only three people will go and get a passport. You're American. You've been hearing these prophecies since 2020. You still don't have a passport because you're waiting for a sign to be written on your wall by the Mene Mene hand before you go and get it. These are your choices it's not because God is not speaking. So the citizen child prophecy is basically that you have children here and your children have absolutely no exit strategy. You yourself may not have an exit strategy. You yourself may be so fully naturalized after the green card that you have no passport to get out of here. You don't even have any kind of shred of paperwork that shows that you have family elsewhere or that you come from elsewhere. You have completely melted into the melting pot and now God says that the temperature of that thing is closing up, the, un, the unmelting racial tension, anger against this, and xenophobia is going to start separating the metals and they're no longer going to be melded. And you don't have anything that says that you're from Guyana, you don't have anything that says you're from Peru, nothing. You're just paperless because you're all in. And what I saw in 2015 is that something happened here in America something happened here it was big it was sudden and it came from the US government they locked this country up just like that I mean they had the soldier guys at all the airports for sure at that time God was not showing me how they would be manning the land areas God showed me that the first place they ran to stop leakage of people was the airports the air exits And what I saw is that it was pandemonium in the airports, absolute pandemonium. And uh, the people who were most dramatic, most theatric, I'm talking rolling on the floor, were Africans. It was definitely Africans because what was happening is citizen children could not cross out of America. Citizen children, the parents were being told that this person is a citizen of the United States of America, and citizens of the United States of America are being uh, prohibited from travel. Meaning that this person being called a citizen, who was four, wasn't going nowhere, even if the father was French and the mother was from, I don't know, somewhere else. Even if the father had his passport and the mother had his pa- her passport, saying that they were foreign nationals because they had neglected to get the child any other paperwork from either mother's point of origin father's point of origin the four-year-old citizen was here with the rest of the citizens could not cross out and so there's pandemonium people screaming people shouting people saying you can't do that seeing people tearing their clothes opening out this outer wrapper that they wear, opening it in in absolute despair african women pulling their hair, pulling, pulling off their head wraps, just devastated because the choice was now. And I've shared this many times. The choice was now this, and this is for everyone who has citizen children. It's not only the Africans. It's just that they stood out. The choice was now this, you were going to stay with America and be a partaker of everything else that was coming in new America. This was definitely the advent of new America. So you were going to stay and you were going to be an unwilling participant in new America for the sake of that baby that you could not take out because you neglected to plan, you neglected to listen, you neglected to take the word of the Lord to heart. No one's telling you to just go and catapult yourself out into the great beyond, but the the lack of even the willingness to listen, to to even roll the Lord's words through your mind once or twice to say, what if I'm hearing the truth? The absolute dismissal of the thing is why people were so devastated. They were caught absolutely unawares and they could not take the 15 year old citizen, seven year old citizen, and the newborn citizen who was still attached to citizen mother's breast could not take them out of the country. And at the same time, you can't leave them here because what does a 15 year old know about breastfeeding his baby sister and changing or helping his seven year old brother? Parents will be forced to stay here. And that is what I saw. It happened suddenly. The nation was shut up tight. And that thing, I saw it on July the 25th, 2015. And I saw that those who could flee in diaspora fled. So in that July 25th, 2015, what I saw is that people did not care about property on that day. You care so much about your house now, mortgage payments, paying for the boat, paying for whatever it is. People did not care. People discovered that there is nothing more precious than life. They left here and they left everything. And there are multiple prayer calls where I said that people from Europe, French, Italy, and British were so upset with America when the temperature of life changed, when the civil war of America kicked in. Because you have to know that the civil war, at the root of it will be the government going mad taking power like this. And so I saw that those European countries were were livid because they were losing property here, they were losing investments here. They had big big investments in America and they couldn't take them with them. They had to leave it here and it was very difficult for them. This part is called a great scattering. Americans will sit scattered to the four points of the compass, to the four corners of the world. First, To those whom I show mercy, I will scatter you back to your original homelands, and you will go back to where you came from. This is so you do not eat from the bitter leaves of the tree. I am about to feed America. Haiti, St. Lucia, Jamaica, island nations, it is time for you to go home. It is time for you to obey the voice of Yah and do what you have been feeling to do Travel home and find yourself a piece of land. It is time for diaspora. You are part of the original people, my own nation. It is time for the natives who cross the sea to go to a place of safety before I bring judgment on the United States of America. And so there's no need to go into the top part where it says that America will sit scattered to the four points of the compass. I have explained that for you in detail. God is now talking specifically to those that he says, I will show you mercy and I will send you back to your original homeland. You have to go back where you came from because I'm about to feed America a very bitter leaf, very bitter leaves from the tree of my judgment. And then he says, Haiti, Haiti, saint lucia and jamaica but other countries were coming to me he limited it to these three but then he said island nations i know one country that was coming to me was guyana and another one was i don't know if it's called saint michael something like that was coming to me and this island nations god is actually just talking about the whole of you so if you are from jamaica or trinidad and tobago The Lord is actually talking to the mass of you and he is calling you the people who came across the sea and you know exactly where you came from. You were put on slave ships and you were brought to this part of the world to be workers and cotton fields and sugarcane fields and things like that. You came from that side. And he's saying that you are part of the original people. So these prophecies that I'm bringing out here are no different from the prophecies that I started a few weeks ago that is talking about the removal of what God calls Yehudim from the land of israel the lord has revealed here on the master's voice prophecy blog that those people who are fighting uh the palestinians right now are not the true people of israel have a problem with it you can just take that up with the holy spirit in prayer that is not for me the revelations of the lord are for me so i've covered um ezekiel 38 gog and magog have covered psalm 83 the war that is coming And the Lord says that the people who are in Israel right now are basically a project of the West. It is a created state that people in the West got together and put together. So that is not the working of God. And now God is is having some words here for some of his people that he's calling Island Nation. And he's telling them that I'm not going to hurt you in this judgment. So it's been since 2022 that This country of Haiti keeps coming up. In one of the prayer calls that I don't know if I'm going to publish that prayer call, but the Lord was saying that what Haiti needs is workers. Haiti needs workers of righteousness. Haiti actually will receive more and more people who are carrying the true light of the gospel in them to come to Haiti and preach the gospel to Haiti properly. Because the Lord says that Haiti, you are drowning in Obia you are drowning in witchcraft and voodoo and murder and spilling of blood and very, very dark arts. And the Lord says that when these people come to you, Haitians, you will actually come out in such droves. Because in a way, these countries that are beholden to witchcraft, the country suffers because of the wicked in it that do wickedness. And when wickedness is exalted in a land, let America be an example to you. Even the people who are not doing the actual death killing witchcraft, they become affected by the movements of so many dark spirits in the in the nation and as a result, they themselves become dark. They become apathetic. They become people who lose the appetite for the righteous food of God. And then they just want sin and sexual pleasures and 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 peace and laziness and sloth and all kinds of things that aggravate the spirit of God and pushes him off from the population. And then it makes the cycle worse. The further the Holy Spirit gets from a population, the worse those people become. And so God has been saying for a while that he will send workers to haiti he will send people to haiti who actually love the gospel message and the lord has said that i'm reciting this prophecy just from memory um from 2022 and the lord has said that when the workers come to you and they preach the gospel to you properly haiti um, what i saw as the lord was speaking through my mouth is that i saw that just like in the book of acts Once the people had been set free from the control of Simon the sorcerer, the people came and they brought all their witchcraft items, they brought all their their tokens, their witchcraft tokens, they brought all their books of magic, they brought them out to the square and they burned them and that is the same thing that's going to happen because in order for God to regather true Israel, he is not going to tolerate iniquity in the midst. He is not going to tolerate iniquity in the midst. And the, and the Lord has the same word for a very large mass of true Israel that are sitting right here in the United States. And it is you, the African Americans, and also you, the Native Americans. And the word that the Lord gave me today to read to you is from Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 18. And it says, in those days the house of judah shall walk with the house of israel and they shall come together out of the land of the north to the land that i have given as an inheritance to your fathers and i know you can't see it but there's a little underlining there and the first time the lord ever gave me this message was on 09 that's september 26 2019 so september 26 2019 was when he highlighted this verse to me And I underlined it and it's just been here along with a few others. In those days, the house of Judah will walk with the house of Israel. And Israel is those of the 10 tribes that were scattered throughout. And then Judah is definitely this group, the African-Americans. And the Lord says that they will walk together and they're going to be coming out of somewhere. And here is what he says. They're coming out of that land to the north. So in this case, he's not talking about Russia. These two groups do not sit together in the land of Russia. This land here called North is the United States of America. And God is saying that he is going to bring you out and take you himself to the land that he gave your original fathers as an inheritance. But it is a caution and I am seriously constrained by the Lord to tell you this, which is this. If you imagine that God is going to, carry out this process that he has called me to announce. And I have announced it in four videos already. In fact, when I made the first video, everybody was reeling like, what do you mean? What are you saying? And some people were like, yes, this is the truth. And then the prophecy that the Lord gave me was from the 1st of January to the 4th of January. So I was writing the prophecy. And then on the 2nd, he would give more. And the 3rd, he would give more. And the 4th, he said, go forth with this message and bring it out. So I brought it out. And then Less than five days later, there's all this tumult that happened in New York City concerning tunnels under the city, tunnels under one of the biggest synagogues known as, I think it's Chabad or Shabad, it's one of those, C-H-A-B-A-D. So there was this huge expose with questionable items like children's items and a bloodstained mattress being brought out. And here in this New York City, a near perfect media blackout. So you could find the story in a few places on social media. But to say that this story was covered properly in the news channels, as it should be if, for instance, Muslims were found to be using tunnels under the city, that story would still be rolling now as we were about to get into February if it had been any other group. But it is because this group, there was barely a peep about it. And then shortly on the back of that, another story, a Jewish rabbi arrested for selling children's foreskins on Craigslist as food items. I'm not even going to repeat that. If you want to hear it again, rewind the video. So the Lord said that he would expose this community. He would make it internationally known. This is in front of everybody who they really are. He said he would uncover their dirty secrets. He said that they are not who they appear to be and that they are responsible for diabolical acts. January 1st to 4th, the prophecy was made. A few days later, things have started coming out and are still coming out. And this is aside from international sentiment changing because of the acts. So that land is not actually the property of the state project that took place in 1948. That land actually belongs to Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is simply going to empty it out and refill it. But to those to whom, and I haven't reached the prophecies yet where all the different people that he gave me and said these are them and these are them, I haven't reached it yet. I'm just following along how the Lord is giving me his messages because I'm not going to trip myself up. I'm going to follow his leading and follow his protocols exactly how he wants it to be. If there is an inkling or thought or an idea in your mind that you are going to keep a filthy lifestyle, you think you're going to be smoking weed, you think you're going to be doing the baby daddy, baby mommy life, you think you're going to be involved in crime, you think you're going to be walking out here in a handkerchief's worth of clothing, and you think that God is talking to you. He is not talking to you. Because you are not going to repeat the sins of the fathers from Deuteronomy 28 and then open your mouth and say, yes, I am also a part of this inheritance. That is hypocrisy. And you should know God better than that. Then if you do, if you don't know him better than that, it is your job to get to know him better than that before the fulfillment of these things. I am constrained by the Lord to tell you that your fathers tried him once and he said, you better not Try him again. When I put it that way, I know it will go directly into your heart. Full understanding you will have. You better not try him a second time or onto those ships a second time. You will go. Please understand, I'm leaving nothing on the cutting room floor. You will get it all fresh here at the Master's Voice Prophecy Blog. So, to return to... This message, the message that you are listening to is the iniquity of the Amorites, a scattering from Mystery Babylon. We are talking about hard scattering, forced scattering. This is being driven out by very hard forces such as government changes, such as civil wars, such as the invasion that will come. People will be living, leaving in base, basic groups like that, as well as an exodus of God's people that he is going to do in his own way at his own time. And if he gives me more on that, because the Psalm 83 prophecy actually even said exodus, and all he said was the title. He actually gave me no details on how he's going to do that. So the Lord is talking to the island nations here, and he says, it is time for you to go home. It is time for you to be obedient to the voice of Yah and do what you've been feeling to do. So this means that people have been having feelings feelings in their heart, people have been thinking, I would like to go back to Grenada, I would like to go back here, but then you've been in that place where you've been stuck because you're stuck in the rat race, you're stuck in the grind, you need the money, but at the same time, perhaps quality of life is just not working for you, or your heart really just wants to go home, and God says that all these things are actually his voice moving you and that you should obey the feeling. You should start to make the exit strategy He says travel home and find yourself a piece of land it is time for diaspora diaspora is basically where people scatter and they go out in a kind of grossly wide migration pattern like that he says you're part of the original original people my own nation and it is time for the natives that cross the sea this is coming across on the boats from the place where you were initially captured It is time for the natives who cross the sea to go to a place of safety before I bring judgment on the United States of America. So you see here the hand of God um, and the love with which he is moving towards this group of people and saying that judgment is really only coming down hard when certain people have been taken to a place of safety. But then God is also saying to you, don't be constrained by circumstances and then don't do not try to delay me in feeding the bitter leaves of the tree that I must feed because the offenses of America are not even america's your the offenses of this nation are not even so much towards the Iraqis. There are offenses towards the Iraqis. there are offenses towards the Yemenites. there are offenses towards the Syrian and Even the allies of America have been offended by her in their turn. But the first person that you offend when you are unrighteous and cruel is God because he is against those things. So the first person who is hurt by Iraqi bombs is God who saw the bombs long before it entered into the heart of America to carpet bomb those people into oblivion, to napalm the Vietnamese into oblivion. God is offended by attacking his creation before you even put your hands on it and do and order drone strikes and things like that. And it needs to be said. I continue with the message. This is a judgment that everyone will see. Everyone will witness my anger towards the people who have tested me greatly. A civil war is imminent in America. excuse me, please. A brutal civil war where brothers will be at each other's throats through singular madness that I will send on them. You will feel the wrath of the Lord. You will experience Deuteronomy 28. You will face calamities like bees. I will sting you with trials and tribulations until you fear for your life you will lose everything you have and complacency will be pressed out of you with a hot iron of discipline from the Lord most high. Because you rejected my messengers, because you fought my word when it came to you and you cursed the ones I sent to you, therefore the word of the Lord will fight you until you are left a very small number indeed. So now this is actually a little bit more all-encompassing. The lord says that the judgment coming here will be a judgment that everyone can see and that everyone will be able to know that he is angry so america the time is very short for you to continue lying to the world that you're the you're the top child you're the child that god loves god is not done with america god is saying that he's done how can the lord be saying he's done and then you are going to these prophetic conferences with liar one liar two and liar 75 all telling you that he's not done he's not done. I've actually been teaching my intercessors. And I said that you can always tell when a false prophecy is being delivered in the United States of America, because even if God has actually spoken to a man or a woman through a dream or a vision or an actual prophetic word, usually these ones standing on the stage, even if God has managed to crack through the deafness and give this person a dream, The pride in the heart of these pastors, the pride in the heart of these YouTubers is in sync with Satan. Satan has convinced this nation that she's more precious to God than the Garden of Eden that he is currently protecting with that flaming sword that turns at the gate. Satan has convinced this nation that she cannot be hurt, that she cannot be attacked, that she can never be fooled by the Russians who have already fooled you so completely, that they live here with you and they look and sound American and you don't even know that person was born in the heart of St. Petersburg. You don't know. They have blended and amalgamated with the nation. The ultimate deception You couldn't pick a Russian out of the American population if you tried. The sleeper ones, the ones who have kept their accent, yes, okay. They live on Ocean Avenue, we all know. But the ones who came here and amalgamated, blended. The Lord says these people are in government. How on earth are you going to separate them before the day of separation? It is God who will cause them to disengage. They will only disengage when they're ready to act. But Satan has convinced the country that she's untouchable, unbreachable, absolutely safe. And you can see the lie in the hearts of the spiritual leaders. The people who have set them up themselves here on YouTube. These people are here to babysit your soul until the day of destruction. And you don't know you literally do not know that Satan has, when they say in the midst of deceit, completely surrounded and gate kept you. God's not done with America. More is coming. They're not lying there. More is coming. They're just not telling you what kind of more because they are underlying spirits. And I've taught my intercessors. I say, you can always tell because no matter how God will give a true prophecy and the true prophecy may come, it will always uptick, but there's more. I tell you more is on the way he's gonna do this. And you just notice the temperature would have been going down, right? So the conviction would have started entering the heart. God is angry. We have done this. Repentance is needed. It's starting to enter into the heart, but then, The pastors here are trained not to make you feel bad. I mean, they are your pets. The pastors of this nation, almost to a man, maybe just three or seven of them fighting for their little lives to preach the gospel properly and be holy. The majority have been trained to deliver sugar because the people are so vicious if you cannot give them what they want, how they want it. So the pastors are trained to deliver the shot and then a shot of sugar, the shot and then a shot of sugar to take the edge off. Corruption and the word is of no effect because of the sugar shots, sugar shots. God's not done. Thank you, pastor. We're just going to have to do better. They're still eating children out there just to balance the sugar. Kids are still missing. They are food. They are the kids in this country are the are the sexual partners. The children see more sexual activity than the average holy female or male adult. Let that sink into the core of you next to the sugar. Tuck that in the sugar pocket and take it with you tonight. 25 minutes to 5 a.m. The children know more about male to female intimacy through the pedophilia that is here. And then the pastors are, the prophecy is going downward, downward, exactly where God wants the prophecy to go. He wants it to go down. He wants you to feel existential dread. He wants you to ask yourself, what have you been doing? with your whole life that you sat here and participated in this place, becoming this way, but the pastors are trained to deliver a sugar shot and the message just begins to trend upward. And before you know it, the hearts that were being convicted by the quiet, deliberate work of the spirit are that's right. We're back in chair squad mode, Ra, raw, raw. God's not done. God says that you will see his anger. It will be impossible to say that there's no anger. The things that will happen here. Recently, I bought a prophecy. The name of the prophecy is run. And that prophecy irritated me so much. It frustrated me so greatly. Because it was basically me in some random gymnasium at some random time of the night because some random thing had happened here in America and we literally had to run from our homes to this gym, some massive gym that almost looked like the Hornets gym over there in Charlotte. Huge, huge gym people all the way up in the bleachers and they had dimmed the lights everywhere just so people could pull a baseball cap down or just put something over their head and sit in those uncomfortable, hard bleacher chairs to try and get some sleep. And people were coming in, coming in, coming in. They were not being busted in. So it wasn't even that kind of coordinated government effort. It was just basically if you got a car, try and drive yourself to the nearest shelter. They'll have a hot meal. And then we wait for instructions in the morning. And I remember I was so frustrated in that dream. And I was just thinking, Lord, because it is a living nightmare to be in the midst of strangers, as I am every day here. Just driven out. Just run out. When those kinds of things happen, everybody who's foreign will see it. It will be on the news. When the, national, when the natural disasters that the Lord has said will unfold here, worse natural disasters that we have never seen before. The Lord says that he's taking his hand off of America. The natural disasters will no longer be there was a storm advisory and one boat sank. It will be there was a storm advisory and now we can't find Florida. We literally cannot find it. We're not sure, but we think it broke off. I told you that Florida is going to break off. I told you that California is going to break off. I told you that it's going to crack right in the middle. The whole great lakes will just become one big, great lift, great lake, a huge rift. The Rift Valley is not only going to be in Africa. There's going to be a Rift Valley right here in the center of the country. And God says that thing is going to fill up with water in that massive crack running right down the center. Why are you not listening? Because you're listening to the sugar shots. And this is your choice. Civil war is coming. Imminent in America. And i'm not going to attempt to qualify that god has told me that things are imminent and since 2012 i'm still waiting to see them this is the lord his timing and then at the same time i'll make a prophecy and then i'll be minding my business and three days later someone is sending me an email and telling me have you seen this it's already happening it's happening right now just like the yehudim prophecy that was a four day time lag surprising even to me so god is the master of timing but he says the civil war will be so brutal Brothers will be at each other's throats, and he says it will be because of madness that he will send. So madness is part of the prophecy, part of the judgment coming on America. Brother against brother, male against female, gay against straight, and the other way. Black against white, red against blue. The young attacking the old. You will experience Deuteronomy 28, You will feel the wrath of the Lord. So America always says, the children are not appointed to wrath. God's children are not appointed to wrath. But you hear these judgments. I've been reading them out for four and a half years. At what point are you going to put two and two together that when God is counting children, he's not counting here. He's counting rebels. He uses the word rebels. Do you not hear it? The house of rebels. Celestial, go to the house of rebels and speak to them. They will not hear you for they are a rebellious house, but speak to them. So I'm speaking, and I'm not surprised that you're not hearing. After all, Ezekiel 2 was written before all of us were born, so Ezekiel 2 is now happening again. There's nothing new under the sun. The thing that has been before shall be again. I'm speaking, you're not hearing. It's prophecy. It's not surprising. That's what you're supposed to do. You will face calamities like these as I sting you with trials and tribulations until you fear for your life. You will lose everything you have. I've been speaking about it. It even got to the point where God has now said that you will lose your health care. You'll be doing Heimlich maneuver. You'll be doing uh, homemade roots and berries for a fever and reading these little health books that they sell vintage on eBay and things like that. You'll be learning how to make tinctures. Who who on earth in the last 30 days has made a tincture? Well, it will have to be done because God says that the nation of America is complacent. And if you want to get a very good snippet on what complacency is, go and watch the prophecy I just described. Run. There's a whole section in the Lord's own words of what a complacent person is, how a complacent person acts, and why complacency has to be punished. He says complacency will be pressed out of this nation with a hot rod and a hot iron of discipline from the Lord Most High. That means that when the judgments come, you can't really quarrel with Russia, you can't really quarrel with the rogue government, you can't really quarrel with the tsunami, you can't quarrel with the high temperatures that will cause the drought and make california all dry again california drought is coming back to you so i'm going to do this one prophecy everything that he said is going to be put in it i'm not breaking it up you rejected my messengers you fought my word when it came to you and you cursed the ones i sent to you therefore the word of the lord will fight you until you are left a very small number indeed so where is the surprise The blog is in English. It is not a Pakistani blog where you have to use Google translate. It is in the language that you speak. It is well ordered. Every prophecy is dated. So you can't claim that it was changed. All you need to do is take a screenshot. The date will always stay the same. That's because the date only made a brief journey from my notebook or my electronic journal to the WordPress page everything is there and even when youtube takes the videos down i found another place to put them for you and they always stay up on the blog i sacrifice time man hours and all that comes out of your mouth is railing lies perversion of the things that i say false accusations and slander so then which open arms do you want from god She says this and she says that. No, the Lord says it, but you don't have the guts to curse him because you don't want to die before you turn 30. You don't have what it takes to curse him. You don't have the guts to accuse him, even though you're 65. You know where the line is and you know what a grave looks like and you don't want to enter it. So what you do is you curse the messenger, but you forget about what Jesus said. You forget what he said about slandering and blaspheming the Holy Spirit. You forget everything that he taught in the book of Matthew, when he was saying that should you attribute the words and the works of the Holy Spirit to Beelzebub or any other unclean thing, including divination, witchcraft, then you have committed the unpardonable sin. You will not be forgiven for that sin. Jesus said, not celestial Jesus in this life or the next. So the works of God are coming forth at great personal cost. Because who of us deciding to build the high tower of the Lord's blog, the Lord prophecy blog will not first sit down in 2012 when he was talking to me with none of you there and count the cost, not knowing how long it will take, not even knowing that it was going to ever be a blog or public write down my words. mark what i say okay and i just made a habit because notation is part of my profession make the blog public but lord this is a great sacrifice you know what people are like make it public i make it public make it visual lord you know what people are like make it visual so every single step that i've received i followed and then your reception was this And then you will still want to say, but we are the children. The question is the children of who? Because you're not the children of this person talking to you like this. Not this person from my tablet. And there's only two people who are fathers in this earth. Big F and small F. So if big F is telling you you're going to face his wrath, then that means that you are not the children who are not appointed to wrath. So then you are the children of small F in attitude, in behavior, in speech, in how you receive the Lord himself. The Lord is the one you disrespect first and foremost. I know it's it's lost on you because of the packaging that he's coming to you in. He's the person that you bruise and beat and kick away from you and reject and call a witch. And all the other rich statements that you make That now that you've made them, your hand is literally on the tar baby, hand and foot. And nobody knows how you're going to take your hand and feet back from the tar baby. You rejected messengers and you fought the word. So I spoke earlier just by the spirit of how the blade of prophecy is clean. It's supposed to cut in and tell you about the children that are being eaten. It's supposed to cut in and tell you about the human trafficking trade and let you know that Sound of Freedom is not it when it comes to understanding what human trafficking really is and the gash it puts on humanity. If a person touches you at the Walmart, you freak out. Just imagine them touching you all over and then taking you for sport among men. And then you go and sit in the cinema and believe, you know, my eyes have been open. Have they? They will be. They will be. But not now. The blade goes in clean, but you catch it. Don't talk to me. Don't tell me this. I have a funny feeling. I can't quite put my finger on it. God will help so many fingers to be put on the it. The this it that you are seeking with the finger. When the Lord holds your hand and begins to guide your hand through captivity to that it and put the finger on that it, you will wish that you had helped the finger get to the it by yourself. You cursed the ones that I sent to you. We've already discussed that. You fought the word. You rejected the messengers. Therefore, the word of the Lord will now fight you until you are left a very small number indeed. And this is exactly what God did to ancient Israel. Jeremiah was with them. And Jeremiah was only carrying out basically the tail end of Isaiah's prophecy. Isaiah started this whole captivity business. Isaiah is the one who brought this thing into play, that this was going to happen. He talked about it and talked about it. And then God was giving them such a long time. Their captivity was long because it was almost the equal amount of time he gave them to observe his Sabbaths, to stop sewing and, and working and selling on the day of rest and things like that. He gave them so long to get it right. 40 of those years be, belonged to Jeremiah and they would mock him. They would slap him in public. They would come up with public plots to kill him. His own family turned against him. The king tore up the entire book of prophecy that man wrote. Imagine writing all those prophecies down by hand. Poor Baruch the scribe. Isaiah dictating. They send the book to the king. The king goes and either, either he tore up the book or he tossed the thing into the fire. Don't tell me that. Don't bring me that. I can't put my finger on it. There's something wrong here. This is not the prophecy. Don't prophesy that to me. I don't receive it. I'm, I'm busy getting my sugar shot. That word fought those people until it was just the old, the blind, the poor, and just the disabled who were left in the land. Nobody of consequence that in those days, the strong warriors gone, all the prophets who had been given the sugar shots gone now, quiet in captivity, because it's hard to prophesy when you are walking naked in the hot sun. Nobody wants to hear what you had to say, because if you were a true prophet, you would have told us that the Russians were coming, but you're telling us, get ready, get ready, get ready. And here we are on this boat. Do not talk to us that is how it went for them and that is exactly how it's going to go here the word will fight you back for the fighting that you are doing now and i do not need to be a prophet to predict it is going to be god everything people nothing repentant people mercy so judgments will be civil war being forced to go into the army 17-year-old people and 16-year-old people and women you have been told in the prophecy super soldiers that you are going to fight America's wars and Russia's wars whether you like it or not whoever cannot fight will end up being an early casualty horrible horrible natural disasters of a class that we have not seen before the government is going to do false flags on the people you can find that in the three part prophecy that is called America in tumult, something like that. America in tumult. Um, There will be the outbreak of many major diseases, some of them never seen before. There's a prophecy of captivity and slavery and working for the Russians. There's a prophecy of the murder rates going high, sexual assault being unprecedented in this country. You heard yesterday's prophecy that many children, their first sexual experience will come at the hand of their own fathers because the spirit of lust, That is in people, a man is watching porn and then his wife is out of the house and his child is there. And in the video he watched, the man was with the child. So what is so difficult? This is what the judges are going to be listening to and wishing that they had decided to be construction workers. This is what is going to be in front of the judges of this nation. Amen. Help me Lord. Spike in murder rates, spike in sexual assault, spike in the heinous crimes. These are the crimes that you just don't understand. These are the crimes that I've been speaking about for years. People will do things that the police officer, when he's having the conference, press conference, he will have to read because he won't be able to keep his mind straight as he's describing what happened to the victims. And these crimes are going to be overwhelmingly not stranger against stranger. It's going to be within families like these men that keep killing their entire families in one go. Um, Judgments blending with strange flesh. This is the fallen angels that people say are not coming. The Nephilim that people claim are not coming. The giants that people say, but they all died in the flood, even though Genesis 6 clearly states there were giants in those days, days of the flood, and after that, so after the flood, we see, who do we see? We see David fighting someone, someone famous. His name starts with G and rhymes with Ayeth. He's a giant. Og of Bashan is a giant. Sihon, who was also a king, was a giant. We see Israel fighting the Rephaim and the Anakim all over the place in numbers. But then people say, but the giants all died in the flood. Did they? Or does the Bible say something else? Blending with strange flesh and being destroyed by it. If anyone should touch a fallen angel to have sexual intercourse, please go back to the prophecy that is called the rainbow. And men, the Lord says that you will literally rot like old meat on the bone. I saw those people that after they had interacted with Nephilim, especially the the raw fallen angels, Fallen angels are angels. They're not hybrids. They're not blended with anything. I saw that after people had interacted with them thinking it was so novel and different, the same way the women who slept with them rotted off and became sirens is the same way I saw people became literally radioactive. They were eaten alive by allowing those things to join with their flesh let the hearer understand and let the wise remain wise as the filthy stay filthy revelation 22 and 11. punishments include all the judgments and the evil of the beast system the nazism that will arise in america the spiritual persecution against the church and also more understandable after hearing all that arise in suicide the next part is civil war The Civil War, a war like no other is brewing in America, a war for the ages, a war where they will not pull punches on either side. None of you have seen this before, a war where heavily equipped sides use everything they have on each other. The war you fought before was small, men on horseback and men on foot. This new war will be fought with drone strikes from the White House and guerrilla warfare from the foothills where the veterans will hide. America will divide herself in two, Republican and Democrat, but it will be her downfall and demise. So the Lord is not exactly saying that it's a Republican-Democrat war. No, what he is saying is that these ideological divides things that i have been speaking about actually since i first started bringing these prophecies of the civil war that brother will fight brother they will stem from the kind of of thing that we're seeing right now sharp divides between red and blue where red is all the way over there and blue is all the way over there and it seems as if both sides have forgotten that they are still supposed to be working together for common understanding in the first place. So it's ideological divides that are going to drive, kindle, and set off the final civil war that the Lord is saying will come. And the Lord is saying that a war like no other is brewing in America. So when the Holy Spirit is speaking, you need to really pay attention to what is being said. The Lord is speaking to a country that is no stranger to war. America's well known for wars. America goes and and triggers off so many conflicts everywhere internationally but the lord is saying that the punishment he's bringing is like none of the other wars that america has fought a war like no other is brewing inside the borders and i've been saying here specifically by the lord's instruction that you can see the care with which god is judging america so america goes off and fights in Vietnam and fights in Syria, fights in Iraq, fights in Yemen and fights in so many other places that I cannot list off head at the moment. And yet God is saying the war that will involve America that she's never seen is going to take place at home. So you can see the judgment here, meaning that it is home infrastructure that's going to be destroyed. It's home schools that are going to be blown up and maybe turned into crisis centers. It's home hospitals that are going to be overwhelmed. As they say, casualties here and casualties there. It's home roads that are going to be cracked under the weight of tanks. A prophecy that you can look at is war, civil war, and the American military machine. War, civil war, and the American military machine. Just a moment, please. Okay, I'm back. The correct title is War, Civil War, and the American Military State. February the 24th, 2023. So, this is almost a year old. Next month, um February 2024 would make this a year old, and the piece that I'm going to read to you is um speaking of the Civil War just a moment. The Lord said America will also have a war with herself, a US Civil War where atrocities will be committed on all sides. As the nation tears itself to pieces, people will have guns and be very angry prior to any outbreak of war. This will be because of significant changes in the way the nation is being ruled that will cause people to go haywire. Lawlessness, says the Lord. America will self-destruct from within because of lawlessness, and people will begin to flee even before the actual war breaks out. The Lord said that this is the meaning of Revelation chapter 18 and four, come out of her, my people. Now remember that this is the exact scripture that I read at the beginning of this message. And in this prophecy, you will actually hear how God says that the American war machine will be visible to its citizens. We will see what people in other countries have always seen during an American occupation. So, um... Foreigners will be disgusted by how heavily militarized America will be, and many of them will leave. Citizens will also become very afraid at the large leaps of logic the government will take to justify the overreaching changes that it makes, and they too will leave even though they are native sons and daughters. God said America will have an exodus. So you're listening to prophecies that are leapfrogging, not into the future because I'm sitting and watching what is happening now in at, with the border in Texas. No, when I'm doing master's voice prophecies, I'm leapfrogging into the past. So I'm going into 2023 and I'm going into 2020 and I'm going into 2019. I think the first prophecies are from 2019 July and August, they were quite close together. One is called War is Coming, and the other one is called Prepare for War. And since that time, the prophecies have consistently said that America will have a civil war. So if you're out there, you're new to what prophecy is, and you don't understand how it works, the first thing you should understand is that if God is truly giving someone a message, that person will have continuity of that message until such time as the message is fulfilled. This is what you see in Ezekiel's ministry, um, Isaiah's ministry, Jeremiah's ministry, prophets that actually were standing for a long time bringing the word. God will bring the same word, but every time the word will be different, the Lord will open up a new aspect, and you hear now a year later that prophecies from 2019 where God was saying that the divide between red and blue, that is what he was talking about, brother versus brother. And he was also talking about skin color, how this skin color issue would become such a big, big, big deal. And if you just hearken back to a little bit of the prophecy, these kinds of messages, though true, are extremely divisive. It will take a certain type of heart it will take a submitted heart it will definitely take a softened heart it will really it will definitely take a humbled heart to be able to bear and take the messages here and not say well i'm offended by this or it sounds like this that's the thing the prophecy doesn't exist for you to interpret it and say what it sounds like it is what it is it's coming no matter what so it's up it's up to the listener because I've already made my peace with it. I've been having them for years. I've been holding them for years, writing them for years. So I'm completely at peace with whatever they say. If not, I would be fighting the word and the word would be fighting me, but I'm in harmony with the word. That's why I'm able to bring it out excellently as I get it. And then the effect that it will have on the other side of the camera is 100% in the hands of the listener. And God is watching everything. So uh, that's what will happen. The U.S. will become heavily militarized. God says that the punishment of America is that all that powerful military shock and awe that America has exported to other countries, now he's saying that it's a war for the ages. Let me come back to today's prophecy. A war like no other is brewing inside this nation. A war for the ages, the Lord is saying, where they're going to pull out all the stops the lord is talking about drone strikes from the white house and he's talking about the navy seals he's talking about basically men of 10 years experience 15 years experience six seven tours in various places over the various decades all coming together in harmony to resist, and they'll be doing guerrilla warfare. Why? Because these men are not able to mobilize the way the government that has access to the, I guess, the Coast Guard and the National Guard and the Army and the Air Force. The government definitely will have superior firepower, but these people will decide that they're not going out like that, if you're a new person, you might be hearing it for the first time. But if you're an old person, you already know what the phrase for them is introduced years back. It is the sons of freedom. Men who will say that this is a free America, men who can quote the constitution by heart, men who are absolutely not going to accept that the government can just raise itself up, make a whole brand new set of rules, shred the constitution and start acting like North Korea. These people are going to be mobilized. They're gonna get their walkie-talkies and whatever they do and form groups and they're going to form the resistance and this resistance is going all the way into the beast system. Do you see how the prophecies segue into one another? How many times have I been saying that the sons of freedom will be resisting in the beast system. And it's not only these men with military experience, it is everyone who will not accept the rise of how claustrophobic the new America, basically just call it new America, federalist America will be. People will be doing small resistance and this will be taking place and not everybody will be a Christian. Not everybody who's going to stand up to fight for this country will be a Christian, but that is just how it will be. God says this is no small war. The war you fought in the past, he said, was a small war. Which one is that? The first civil war. The first civil war fought on horseback and on foot. But he says this new war is a war of technology versus stealth. And America will divide herself into Republicans and Democrats. But this is how she will have her downfall and her demise. The final part of this prophecy is California, a judgment. And this is what the Lord says, I will rain down bombs on the California coastline. I will bomb them out of existence for the overflow of the sin and abominations against human flesh, which they persistently raise up to the heavens against me. Thus says the Lord, California will burn up with more wildfires than ever before. And the drought of rain is coming back sinkholes, flash floods, and more natural disasters than you can count. God is talking to California. I will batter you like Texas and Florida until you recede from before me altogether. This is the word of the Lord. And so California has come up in so many of these prophecies. I have always been saying that I have seen that so many judgments will rain down on that place. There are going to be more fires than ever before there. And this is years ago that I've been saying it, the fires have been coming and then going off. And I've been saying that this is how America gets lulled into a state of complacency, a state of rest. The judgment will start and then God will relent. And then they will say, you see, we got a handle on it. This is what the previous mayor and governor of New York city did when COVID was burning out of control. And then while people were out here, some people out here fasting and praying and seeking the face of the Lord to stay the hand of judgment, then when the Lord had some mercy, then they came and said, we told you we're New York strong. We got it under control. We told you we're New Yorkers. And that's why there is a prophecy here on the master's voice called, they will go back. And basically all the diseases are coming back bigger and badder than ever, more permanent than ever. God says we will go back to the days of saying goodbye to loved ones. And I've already spoken here that diseases are coming where there will be no funerals. The body will be so virulent that you can't have it back. You can't have the person back. You will have to deal with the tears and the sentiment however you deal with it. People are going to be burned en masse here. in in mass graves just burned in groups because that's how uh, contagious they will be. And so uh, California, God says that fires and and drought of the rain and sinkholes and flash floods and, and worse natural disasters, and the one I've always recounted is how that I saw that a terrible earthquake happened in, um, San Francisco, terrible earthquake happened in San Francisco and the land was under so much pressure and it was just pushing together, pushing together, pushing together, pushing together. And it rose up and then it just a horrible cracking sound. And then when that pressure was released, the two halves fell back. So they were being pushed up like this. The two halves fell back and the one that was seaward, it just went like this into the water. It just slid so slowly. So we're talking topography here. We're talking museums. We're talking schools. We're talking banks. We're talking amusement parks. We're talking whatever is on this bit. It completely went down into the water. And the Lord is saying that judgments are coming, whereby uh, California is going to be hard hit, just like he said that he will batter Texas and Florida. I think the prophecy for Texas and Florida is the floods are coming. It is something about extreme flooding, but that prophecy doesn't just contain flooding. It contains all kinds of natural disasters, flash floods and um, sinkholes and I think a tsunami for Florida. That was last year. That was last year in April. That was last year on April the 2nd. And then 10 days later after they had told me it could never happen. And why would God do that? Then Florida had historic one day flooding that made it into the books. Flooded out the airport, flooded out the planes, flooded out everything. People were swimming in the street. So... Is God really speaking or is the problem with the hearing? And so the sins of California, transgenderism, homosexuality, greed, perversion, many, many sacrificial altars in the land, too many blood rituals, a flood of false churches and false worship, fake religion. You can check out the prophecy, not onto death, where God said that there's a pandemic of false churches in California, and one man that he mentioned is the false pastor by the name of Bill Johnson. And so there you have heard a multi-layered prophecy delivered by the one God that we should stop fighting at this point, at least those who are still fighting and still trying to keep a certain status quo. You will never be able to keep this status quo. You will never be able to preserve the status quo and the ending you want against the voice of the Lord, The name of the prophecy is the iniquity of the Amorites, a scattering from mystery Babylon. And here I will just add at the end a prophecy that is not going to be able to stand alone because my assignment first and foremost is to the United States of America. So that is the bulk of the prophecies. However, there is a message that the Lord gave for South Africa And the message is dated January the 20th, 2024, which is when God first started raising it with me. And it is fitting to add it here because the cautions that the Lord is giving to the nation of South Africa is almost in tandem with some of the warnings that are being here, which is that primarily God says that if South Africa is not careful to manage two things, the level of violence, and the racial disparity in that country. He says, if you're not careful to manage the division, then you will end up on the front lines of a race and color war reminiscent of what is coming to America. Reminiscent means almost identical. Means if you think of one, it will immediately bring to your memory the other. And God is saying, regardless of what race you are in South Africa, when you hear this and whether you are saved or not, know that if you do not manage the level of violence, violence is different from crime. Crime runs the gamut. You steal a pen and it's an expensive pen. Maybe it's somebody's expensive pen that they lend you at the bank and you want to fill in something and then you walk off with it knowing that they are distracted for a moment, that's crime, but it doesn't really involve violence. Violence is always a part of major crimes, but crime doesn't always have to involve violence. I hope you understand that. So when you speak of violence, there is an aggression. And the kind of aggression that is coming forth in South Africa and has been building up for quite a while you as south africans you know that this thing is not natural so here you can hear a crime there's a bank heist and everything but then when you hear a crime of a two-year-old was slept with by the the guy at the daycare or the kind of crime that just made headlines i think a month ago where two two ladies left their toddlers in the care of these men who were working at the mall, and it's not as if the men started working at the mall there. No, there was friendship. So these women believed that these men were safe people, and these men then took the toddlers to the bathroom, seven of them, and took, terms, took turns violating these children. So we can say heinous, heinous, and it is heinous, but then when we look deeper, you know that this is demonic workings so then this is proving right everything that god has been saying here for years that the escalation in the difficulty of the crime we will find the crimes difficult to countenance how do seven men take turns on people who are not yet two years old these babies were not yet two years old So the safe place is to say, Oh, how could the mother forget about that? Because that's where you, you, you always want to go to the obvious god is speaking to the non-obvious you want to hide in the obvious because you are afraid to enter into where the prophecy is taking you god is taking us into the realm where it's not the people doing it anymore god is taking us into the realm where we have to understand that now the bodies are becoming homes for things that i always told you would come that is why the two-year-old two-year-olds are getting violated because time was you could leave a two-year-old with any grandpa and come back and find the baby happy and ready to go home with mom. You can't try it now, even with your brother. And that is the heart of the prophecy. Not the mother's bad decisions, which I'm not condoning. But don't focus there. That's the safe railing that you want to cling onto. Come into the deep water where the Holy Spirit is telling you, look there if you want to be my friend. Look there if you claim that you are mature and grown. violence is escalating in the nations and violence. You can be your own witnesses. You can testify to your own crimes that are happening there. You know what's in the newspaper. Very little of it makes it here. But he's saying that if this racial divide, this racial tearing, it's the comments, it's not just the history of the apartheid, it's the the comments. How do you project yourself when you are on certain ads or when you see certain ads? What comes up in your heart? When I posted this post, a lot of people began confessing. A lot of people, black and white, began confessing, I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of this. And this is what prophecy is supposed to do. It's supposed to stir you to repentance. It's not just about sitting and talking nonsense that is gone in two minutes and then it doesn't have an effect on anyone. You just want to hear yourself. Prophecy actually has a work to do in the human heart, and that's because, as I said in the beginning of this video, God is looking for a people fit to meet him. Not everyone will be fit. That's what the prophetic word does. It comes in and it cuts all the fat so that you can be fit, because heaven is a very narrow door. If you can't fit, you can't get in. God says that violence will put you guys in a color war almost close to what America is going to have. So America has no way out of her war. She's going into it no matter what. It's her judgment. But he says that if you in South Africa are not careful to manage it, he says you will end up obsessed and torn to pieces by a racial divide the same way America will be utterly decimated and shattered by that same racial divide. That's just one of the spokes of the American wheel. When she goes into her civil war, And you cannot overcome this kind of thing by just saying okay thank you we've heard the word or saying oh god please help us that's not it there's hard work to prevent prophetic judgments so now you are hearing that something is hanging over your nation i shared 2022 on one of the prayer calls the lord was showing that south africa is a nation that has been overtaken by the principality of the of the dragon so if i can explain that to you the principality of the dragon is none other than lucifer himself satan fallen angel of light bringer of chaos and destruction into the lives of men when that principality is loose in a nation it is a brute force principality just go and read any folklore about dragons they're not known to be gentle they work with size they are extremely crafty and cunning In the old days, when dragons were outside, they used to converse with people. They used to set you a riddle to see if you were smart enough. This is the equivalent of a cat today playing with its food before it eats it. These things were out there. People were not drawing them in the mythology for nothing. So when that spirit is over the violence the shedding of blood it will not be satisfied unless there's a ritual somewhere it will not be satisfied unless there's a rape somewhere blood has to be coming out someone has to be cut from the throat down to the genitals and everything scooped up if I have to see these things in the visions you absolutely know they're coming out in the prophecies Because I do not come here to pander to people's sensitivities. Clutch your pearls, I can't see you. I'm not moved by that. This is people's souls here. When the truth is told, deliverance comes. So the violence is there. If you you live in that country, you read your own newspapers. So you know then if this is tracking in truth Or you can say, no, we're actually just like Norway, and we don't know what you're talking about. But if you do know what I'm talking about, then God is saying that this spirit is winning. This is why people are so bloodthirsty. This is why there's so much rape, child abuse, human trafficking, femicide. These are big, big sins. We're no longer talking about stealing the pen. This is brutality against flesh. There's massive judgments for that. And God will let you have a war. So you can't just say, what do we do? This is prayer and fasting territory. This kind goeth out not except by prayer and fasting. So that's the first thing. You need need to humble yourselves as a nation. And it's not the black side repenting and then the white side repenting. This is cohesiveness, cohesiveness now to say we will not go down like America. We have watched enough of these American videos and this is not how we want to end because God has said that there's a door for us. There's no door for them, but there's a door for us. We want to take that door. This is humbling yourself. This is humbling yourself. Let your ears be open to what the Lord is warning you about today. In March, 2022, the Lord gave me a prophecy for Nigeria. I brought the prophecy out. Nigeria behaved exactly like America. The insults were there. The accusations were there. What lies are these? You don't even know us. What are you talking about? All the things were said between March, 2022, and then in December, 2022, and January, 2023. What happened, Nigeria? Leave your testimony in the comment section of what happened to your money. Leave your testimony in the comment section of how insane the jihadists have become, how bold they are now, bolder than you've ever seen them, and the government helpless like wet spaghetti in front of them. Leave your testimony in the comments of how you told me that the prophecy will return to me and my house. And then the prophecy decided that it didn't like my house and it was going to come to you in Nigeria after all and fulfill itself upon you even to the point that people lost their lives because of the government tricking you, destroying the economy, robbing you of your money, and leaving you destitute. A rogue government, I said, would arise. And what do you have now? Do you like it? Don't mock the word of God when it comes, and don't be misled by popular opinion it can have very dangerous and physically felt consequences. So the racial division is fueled by a particularly violent and cruel spirit. It has a rampaging personality that can make the human brain very overheated, blind. This is what they call blind rage. You just see a black person and just you're set off. You just see a white person and you're set off. This is not normal measured human behavior. This is the work of spirits under a leash. This is when God is still suppressing. This is people are still praying. People are still crying out to God and say, please, please, Lord, don't let this thing unleash on us under a leash. That spirit will limit itself only to using very cutting words and displaying anger. But if nothing is done, the spirit will then break off that leash and it can end up and will end up tearing flesh. You know, your history South Africa, but the question God is asking is, do you want to repeat it? This is a decision you will have to make as a nation. A lot is going on spiritually with your country. This is what God was sharing with me, South Africa. And he says, Yah says that if you do not pray steadily and committedly, committedly means you're not half on the fence. So you're not at the parties and then you're still saying, oh my goodness, I have a standing appointment to pray with God at 7 p.m. every day. So I need to get home in time. No, it's not like that. You're not doing the half and half life. Your life is not dark and shadow. You are now making the decision that you have finally woken up to the truth that it is the end times. You can't deny it anymore. You've seen the changes, you've seen the suffering. You've even been having the Holy Ghost scratching at your own heart, come out of the streets. It is time. It is now time to step out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of life, light, and stay in the light until you hear the trumpet, until you hear the shout of the archangel and then you will know you made it you're home free so God says if you do not pray a lot has been planned by the devil for South Africa and God says if you do not pray the things that are planned will manifest so that means that Satan is not even busy with the prophecy Satan is busy on his own agenda and Satan is going to ramrod that agenda unless he is stopped so this means it's not about tears it's not about oh God help us it's actually about the kingdom suffereth violence and the violence are going to block it right back the violent are going to learn the words of the scripture and then just say that the king the kingdom of darkness satan you will not prevail against god's house south africa is god's house and we are going to defend the house white and black and asian locked hand in hand this is our land and we're not going out like that we choose righteousness our prophecy still has a little door out it's not like americans and their prophecy our prophecy has this tiny little door and we're going to accept the knife of this prophecy to cut us so we can fit through that door we're going to escape the outcome we're not going out like that whenever you are a country and there is a caveat Where God says you were doing well and then you began to do sin and he will relent and you cry out like Nineveh and you repent. As long as your prophecy is not a final prophecy, the Lord will do exactly like he did with Hezekiah and Isaiah. He will send the prophet right back to tell you, you've pleased me and I will relent considering the evil that I thought to do you. But when you have a final judgment, no caveats, no way out, then... As you may have noticed, the more the word comes, the more the hearts of the pharaohs become filled with rage. And the higher they shout, no, it shall not be. But we know what happened to Pharaoh. So the Lord says, um, if you do not pray, the things that are planned will manifest and you will find yourselves in the middle of an economic destruction. So you're going to have a countrywide breakdown, just like Nigeria had. We're talking industry, money jobs, everything hard impacted, and he also says, and a race war that you haven't seen since the days you first won your liberation, so let America be a great warning for you, Yah says, do not let it get to that point, so the second thing that the Lord was pressing on me, this prophecy was brought out, I think, on January 24th, He was speaking to me since the 20th, but I only had time, and I didn't know when I would make a video next, so I just had to write it on the community page. Because when the word is hot like that, you need to bring it so that it's recorded in the ears of people. The Lord began to speak about this lady who used to be a model dating the Blade Runner. Her name is Reva Steenkamp, and these are the exact words the Lord gave So many people misunderstood the prophecy. So much prejudice in the heart of people. I really do not know what is wrong with people in these end days. Of course I know. I talk about what's wrong with people all the time. Yah says, and this is what he was talking about, and he was pressing it. He said, Riva Steenkamp. Stand camp? No, this is a typo. It's Steenkamp. Riva Steenkamp will be vindicated. Riva still has more to say. Riva will be vindicated. She will be proven right. She is holding evidence. She will prove it in the open for everyone to see. Riva Steenkamp will be proven right. So you can hear the repetitiveness of the Holy Spirit. This is early morning. This prophecy, I received it as soon as I opened my eyes on January the 20th. As soon as I came into consciousness and woke up, it was the very first thing that God was talking about. Now, just imagine you're sitting here in New York City. It's a its a Monday or a Tuesday. You've got a full day ahead of you. And the minute you open your eyes, God is talking about something so out in left field. Steen Camp will be proven right. From beyond the grave, her voice will speak and she will have her say. Thus says the Lord. And so this message was sitting in me for five days before I finally put it here on the community page. And the Lord, every day that I didn't publish, every day that I didn't mention it, prophecy has to be proclaimed or the Holy Spirit will not leave you alone. The longer you keep it, he will keep saying the thing over and over again. And as you've seen today, the prayer call came because the prophecy that I'm reading to you now had not been published. So the prayer call just... God just intervened on a live call, knowing that I will release that one. And now I'm following up with this one. So, um, he was saying, tell them celestial Riva is still speaking. She is not yet finished. She will be vindicated and proven right. Even from her grave, tell them what I said and let her parents know the matter is not done yet. So What I know is that this woman was dating the the world-famous Olympian, uh, Oscar Pistorius, the Blade Runner, and then he was in a shocking twist of events. This man was accused of killing this woman, of waking up in the middle of the night and shooting her as she went to the bathroom door. He was accused of monitoring the woman. He was accused of blind rage at times and jealousy, and he was not successful in proving his case in court he lost his case and he went to jail some years ago. And at the time I was writing this, I just thought the man's case was over and he was in jail. And then people came and said that the man is free, which then makes entire sense of the pressure of the Lord. Cause I'm thinking, okay, Lord, the woman has passed on. She's holding evidence. I know what that means. To a person like me, I know what that means because how long have I been prophesying to America? Since 2022, I've been telling you that every cold case is about to be warmed up by Detective Jesus. That no person who died in a sexual assault and was was blended in sulfuric acid and lime, you thought you dissolved the person. They will find that one tooth that has her full name and address on it because she got that tooth and she thought it was fun. They will find it and they will catch you. They've been catching people since I made that prophecy. Subscribers are still emailing me and telling me you will not believe that they found a 15-year-old corpse. I mean, a 15 year, not 15 years of age, 15 years missing. God is going to dig up every hidden dirt and put it on blast. You're going to prison at 71 years old. Congratulations. You will be caught. And that is what he was saying here. But when the information now came to complete, because we know in part, when the South Africans began to then say, the man is free, then I thought, no wonder this thing is under the hood of the Holy Spirit. A person who was supposed to complete a prison term in 2030, relaxing at home with an ankle bracelet, like he merely stole something from Walmart instead of taking a life that cannot be replaced. This is what God is saying that hidden evidence will speak. He's not saying the woman is going to rise from her rest and speak. He's saying that there is more to the story. He's saying that justice has been failed by the human agencies, perhaps because the man is famous, perhaps because the man is rich, perhaps because the man is connected in ways that are not immediately visible. Whatever the reason is, the Lord says that the woman will be vindicated That means the story that her defenders were bringing forward in courts is not yet complete and that there is more yet to come. And this should be an upliftment for anybody in South Africa who has been wronged, living or dead. God is actually saying here that justice is a big deal with him and that he's not going to leave justice in the hands of unrighteous men. Why? Because juries can take bribes because parole boards can be contacted privately and offered money and offered incentives. And then killers can come out and be sitting at home and watching Netflix and chill. God is done with man because there's not one righteous. There's not one that will stand up and advocate for what is good and true in the eyes of God. Human beings are gone. They're defending pedophiles now in the church. We are beyond the pale. It's all done. There's only three people crying in a corner. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Because those people have an awareness of how much we need him to do the good that we are no longer capable of doing, to support the rights that we cannot even detect. We support what we like. We no longer support what is true or good or pleasing to the Lord. Whatever the evidence is, That supports this person's death god is saying it will come out and he is setting here a precedent that you can kill but the dead will be vindicated and will be able to talk beyond the grave that is the message for south africa to be vindicated means that the public holds one story about you to be true and then intervening evidence will come out that will correct and adjust the story, and all of a sudden that tilted viewpoint that the public had, when you are vindicated, when God gets involved, he's going to fix that wrong viewpoint. And then everybody is going to say, oh, this was what it actually was. It's only Jesus who sees what is in the dark that will be able to bring and correct like that. And so this is your message, South Africa, fight against the spirits that are trying to take you down, fight against that spiritual violence that is beginning to manifest in the bodies of men and women, unrighteousness, principality of, of, of the dragon even brings corruption. Just five minutes of Satan's corruption in heaven brought down one third of the stars with him. One third of his angel brothers thought that they could rush the presence of God cast them out and establish themselves as lords that is a violent damaging rampaging sneaky shrewd corrupting influence when something is corrupting it's rotting and just like tomatoes in a bag when the when this one gets started every other tomato touching it also begins to develop that white fluff at the top that's not how you want to go out you don't want to end your lives with white fungus at the top as a nation south africa so hear the word of the lord um yes the word for you is to read ezekiel chapter 33 that is when the watchman is sent to warn you that the sword is coming And then there's two outcomes. You will listen and you will turn back your feet and repent, or you will not listen and then your blood will be on your own head, but it won't be on my head because I've given you the word. I've given America the word for years and we can all see how it's going. May those who have ears to hear repent, both here in the United States and everywhere else. You do not need to be an American to be convicted by the truth of the prophecy. You just need to have hearing ears and a heart that if your heart is too hard Have the conversation with God and just say, I know that I'm already halfway reprobate. I know it. I can't deny what she's saying, but I cannot find in me the will to change. That means you are locked into a posture of sin. You're already locked in. This means that Satan has strapped you into that car seat. And by right, Satan has the right to take you when you get to that point. But as long as there's anything in your heart that can cry out for mercy, then cry out for the mercy because why should you die, oh man? God takes no pleasure in the death of the unrighteous. He doesn't gloat in the death of the sinner. It doesn't mean that he's not going to judge you if you continue sinning, but it's not, it doesn't mean that he enjoys it. Why are you forcing him to put you in hell with the choices that you make, with the life that you pursue? Why is your little mouth the reason that so many of you are headed to a tombstone and then I have to see it? And then you are upset when I tell you, like I'm the one who's sending you there. It's your mouth, it's your heart, it's you. You're literally signing all the papers and making the contract, and then you have the nerve to be offended. For what? Repent. Repent. Your knees, they have a hinge. Bend them. Humble yourself. Don't be like Pharaoh who humbled himself under the ocean waves. Do it on dry land, it's much easier. And then you can get on with the rest of your life. I am Celestial, and this is the Master's Voice. The Master's Voice can be found at www.the-masters-voice.com. I'm completing these prophecies. I'm going to go through all of them until they are done. And I have one small request The only reason that my personal information is underneath the videos is because a long time ago, as I was laboring without asking anyone for anything, people began to say, we want to bless the work. We know a hard worker has every right. If you share with us your spiritual things and the Bible says, we can also share with you our material things. And there's no pressure on anyone. None of my videos are monetized. None of my platforms are monetized. Once upon a time, there was this thing invented called a job. I have one. I'm good at it and God is taking care of me. So I don't need to monetize the word of God. I'm not interested in prophesying to you and then all of a sudden an ad for bunion cream pops up in the middle. There's something that I feel that the Lord would not be pleased with that. It's a whole work, it's a pure work. Let's not put leaven in the midst of it. However, please follow the instructions that I put under the video for you. If you look under the video and you don't actually see instructions, just go back to one of my older videos, maybe a month or so back. There's bound to be information and text in underneath. Sometimes these videos are made late. By the time they go up, by the time I put a comment, by the time I release the video, I don't have time to also write the description. And then life takes its toll. And sometimes I haven't put a description for a while, but please do not just do anything that you want to do because My payment information was not set up for people to act like I'm a seller. If you're sending me something on PayPal, God bless you. Please stop sending it with purchase protection. I've asked so many times. I'm not selling you anything. I'm not a store. So I do not know why you are protecting the gift. What are you protecting it from? PayPal will then treat me as a seller and it creates complications for me. I've asked so many times politely. I do not know what else to do but to ask one more time and I don't like doing it. Please can you just listen? Another thing is this. Please stop interacting with scammers. You know good and well in your soul that I am not sending you email and telling you to send money to an orphanage in Nigeria. You know this. You know, I'm not asking you for your banking information, you know, this by looking at my face, you know, that I'm not texting you. You know that I don't have 17 pages. I just have one page on each platform. Why are you talking to these scammers? Why are you revealing your private information to them? Why are you opening yourself up unwisely to be damaged by strangers? If you see a scam page, report it first and then block it report it always so they can take them down because i can't report them they make six to seven pages a day stay away from these people i'm not in your inbox interpreting your dream you know in your heart it's not me because i don't do those things there's no time to do such things so please be responsible and do your part If your instinct is telling you, don't, then just don't, please. God bless you and thank you to those that support. You are under no pressure. It is the most minimal part of what I'm doing here. This is the prophecy, the iniquity of the Amorites scattering from America And until I see you, God bless you, take care of yourselves, heed to the word of the Lord, and don't be led astray by hirelings, because this is the end times, and Jesus told you in Matthew 24 and 4, take heed that no man deceive you. Until I see you again, goodbye.